7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh my God, it's so hot. It's only July. What will August bring? Anyway, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the uh, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans, 7 7 2020, my mom's birthday, and also Ringo Starr's birthday today. And, of course, uh, oh, yeah, there you go. And uh, she's in good company. And, of course, joining me on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog at Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble of the Swamp. Hello. Happy birthday, Ringo. Happy birthday, Ken's mom. There you go. You met happy, Sue. Happy birthday. I see it's your birthday. <laughs> and, and, of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. In an octopus's garden. Oh, God, that song. <laughs> That's uh, his. I like that song that George Harrison wrote for him that was a big, um, that was a big hit in the 70s. Uh, it Don't Come Easy. Oh. That's a um, great song. You know it don't come easy. Don't come easy. Yeah. George Harrison wrote that. You can tell that's like such a Harrison song. So I'm I'm if uh, I'm I'm Harrison, Harrison, uh, uh, McCartney, Star Lennon at the bottom, dead dead last. John Lennon at the <gasps> on the bottom Who's of the that pile. Last? Lennon. Oh, yeah. Lennon. I'm all yeah. on. Oh, I'm all God. equal. I'm all equal. No. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you're calling me out for the drop. Uh, yeah. So. Oh my god! So uh, I, I, um, no, John Lennon was a hero. Horrible father. Um, so oh, well, I'm not a nice person. But <laughs> I loved his music. So, I loved his anyway. of all the Beatles. I liked his music the best. Yeah. Well, I like McCart- McCartney's kind of power power pop kind of sound, and I like. Harrison's style of writing, you know, like what is oh, I love life? George Harrison. What is yeah. life? You know, is a mm-hmm. great song, um, which pretty much was sound sounded like it, the the that writing session might have produced it. Don't come easy as well. So, hmm. but anyway, that was a great album. That was a great album. Uh, All things must pass. Yes, I have that. Uh, I do own that album. So, uh, but I anyway, I also hmm? love I love Harrison's song. This song is just six words long. There you go. I yeah, I forgot about that one. So uh, I didn't but, like the song. That was a joke. That was oh, a joke. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know that much about them. <laughs> I just know what I like by whom. Oh, okay. So, well, so that's all. 
You know, I like some wings. Okay, stuff. you don't know the song, so you didn't get the joke. No, People I don't know the song. We'll get the joke. I think I heard it. I don't know. So, um, but anyway, it welcome was, to it, the song was called "My I Got My Mind Set on You." Oh, yeah, set on you. That's a Traveling Wilburys uh, jam. Mm-hmm. No, so. no, it actually wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, nope. It was George Harrison's? That's song. how I know it. Oh wait, wait. Oh, okay, I don't know. Anyway, oh <laughs> right, that was. A this is not circus. my field of expertise. I should have shut my mouth. <laughs> um, so anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I would like to uh, toot my own horn here a little bit, and in such that uh, Susan and I invested in a postage machine the other day, and. Uh, and uh, I pretty much paid for it this weekend. Uh, it, it was, you know, a reasonable machine. You know, it's called a Rolo, uh, you know, and, you know, so working on our our business and everything. But um, I, it, many of you know that I, you know, I do the action figure customization. And I have been producing, mass producing for over a year, resin heads reproduction heads of of things that aren't available anymore that people clamor for and are very very expensive if you can find the uh you know um an original and Mm -hmm. uh i had i did a sale the other day and i just was like i was like on facebook and i just took a picture of a huge pile of these heads that i've made sounds terrible i took a picture of a huge pile of heads Uh, (laughs) um no bodies just heads um and uh, and I, I I put the put it out there on one of the groups that I belong to on Facebook, and <clears throat> I sold the hell out of these things at like three and four dollars a piece because they were rejects. You know, if it's a very really nice one, I'll, I'd you know get like six bucks, seven bucks for it, uh, and still make a profit. You know, because but uh but I one guy I sold like eighty dollars worth of them too. <laughs> And and I was very happy about that. And another thing too, people know who I am because I'm still so active in these these communities now that I'm you know I'm making this my job. And um, I uh, I actually did some custom work with an original sculpt of mine, original head sculpt of mine the other day. And I made the newsletter for the Mego Museum. So exciting, huh? Oh. So yeah, it's the second time I've been mentioned by that. Uh, by the Migo Museum, which is a huge, huge website with a huge, huge following. So, little exposure helps out. So, you know, I'm I'm happy uh, being a, a, a toy maker rather than an accountant. <laughs> so that's exciting. So anyway, that's what. Uh oh, Trisec is is gonna. Uh, we will have to agree to disagree. Love that song. Okay, so. Uh, I was just reading what Trisex said to you, Rain. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ken, this has been a long, long argument between me and Tri about that song. Okay. Oh. It's like pizza toppings? Don't do this. (laughs) We got in, he and I got into it over my choice of condiments on my burger the other day. Um, So, he called me Midwestern for using mayonnaise. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, so, so I'm pretty excited. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I know this is like file under special interest for you guys, but for me, it's kind of exciting because 
I'm actually getting to do something that I really enjoy and earn some money doing it. So, That's and, great. Uh, and uh, that doesn't count the weekend where Susan was in the hospital. I actually made $600 uh, just in one day. And wow. I pretty much am going to the post office every week mailing several packages. So, And I'm selling like other stuff, too. People know me for a lot of different things now because of all this attention I've gotten. So, <clears throat> And I don't think anybody from that circle has listened to any of Turn Up the Night. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, the thing is, though, there are a lot of great progressive people in that group, but there are some really, really, really nasty conservatives. Uh, like, I mean, dangerous, dangerously nasty ones. And uh, I have blocked most of those people. And the thing is, right now, I keep seeing it, it's funny. I see ghosts of these people, like where somebody will respond to them and their name is there. And they're like, you know, and and um, uh, but the, this this is and, and this this actually will tie into everything that's going on right now, because there's some anti-maskers in this group, so they're fucking everywhere. Uh, and in oh, this, like COVID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, and they're going to ensure that it continues to be everywhere. And I, so I want to just talk about two anti-maskers that I, I dealt with. Uh, one of them. I couldn't believe this. This one guy, and, and again, on, on one of the Migo, uh, it was actually in response to a guy who's really big in the Migo community, and put, he made a post, and he's friends with a lot of people, and to his credit, he doesn't block them based on their political views, but he's very liberal. He's a New York liberal. And he, um, he uh, uh, basically put a post out about wearing a mask, and it's like, you know, basically you can wear a mask and help keep people safe, or you can be an asshole. I'm just kind of paraphrasing, you know, but it was a meme. And this one guy who's kind of big in the Migo community posted and said, I won't wear a mask because I won't conform. It's like, what, what? are you, what are you, 16? You, you want to grow a mullet? You know, this guy kind of looks like Guy Fieri, too, and it's like, oh, boy, what a look, man. <laughs> you're you're 50. Um, yeah, I know you're a nonconformist. Okay. All right. Cool story, bro. Um, yeah, he, so, he wears his, his pants about four inches below his underwear. Is that yeah, it? pretty much. Yeah. So I, uh, so I um, was, uh, I made a comment, and I said, you know, there were a lot of conformists in World War II, and then I gave the story about my grandparents and the, the ration books and, you know, people who sacrificed. And I was like, you know, I didn't hear any of them complaining uh, about, you know, uh, you know, I mean, they, they weren't complaining about rationing things. I mean, that, that was real sacrifice for people, you know. I mean, it, not, mm. not like giving up loved ones or their, their livelihood or anything like that, but, you know, they were actually you know saying okay i'm not gonna buy all the coffee i'm not gonna buy all the sugar i'm gonna donate my metal mm -hmm. i'm gonna do war work mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this so i brought that up he didn't um, even fucking respond to me uh, you wow. know he didn't I would have been even like, you know i would have been like hey dude you know they slept in the london tubes for weeks at a time during the blitzkrieg yeah yeah um, and, 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 um, so I got a lot of people who gave me love comments on that, but nobody directly responded to me. Um, uh, but the people who, d who loved it and didn't respond were responding to that guy. 
Um, and, uh, and, he, and the, the person beneath me said, you know, death is the ultimate conformist. And, and it's like, yeah, oh, you don't want to, con- you don't want to conform. Well, guess what? We all do in the end. Sorry, bro. Yeah. I don't want to conform. Seriously. It, it, you know, again, that was me at 16. What? I'm a nonconformist. Look at me. I don't conform. Okay. Stop yeah, wearing that's okay. pants. That's a- that's that's okay when you want to you know like in the 60s when i was coming of age mm-hmm. you know you grew your hair long beard you know you know you weren't conform, conform you know you were <laughs> neuro jackets tie-dye but the point i'm trying to make is that's nonconformist. this is this is more what you were talking about before Protecting when other Americans parents, by sacrificing yes, when my a parent, little. From December 7th, 1941 to August of 1945, okay, the country was at war, okay, and they did everything, okay, to help in that effort. They, they bought bonds. They gave uh, rubber. They gave, like you said, they were on ration stamps. They had ration gas they had victory gardens they had all these things right mm-hmm. and didn't complain about it not only that all of their brothers mother and sisters went to war yeah you know my my, my entire family was all women because all the men were gone okay Mm-hmm. And in some cases, like I had an aunt who was in the waves, yeah. so there were there were family members gone off to God knows where, and 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 my mother used to get letters with half the letters chopped off because they were censored. Mm-hmm. They didn't complain. They didn't say, "Oh, they're censoring my letter. They're taking away my First Amendment rights." Yeah, you know, I mean, no, National no. Security. They're, yes, they're they're protecting the security of the nation. Your husband is 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 in, in a war, and and where he is and what he's doing is a national security issue. Yeah. Okay. They didn't say, "Well, they're taking away my First Amendment rights, and I don't want to have a victory garden. I want I to have, go to the store." I have never seen so Jesus much Christ. whining in my entire Grow life. The fuck up. Yeah, and then yeah, go you ahead, know, Ray. I I think it's I'm listening to Joe, and I what I find interesting is that. After World War II, in the 1950s and the 60s, we had a slip back in the 70s and then the 80s. We had a lot of prosperity. Now, I know a lot of people didn't prosper. I get it. But we also had a situation where um, people could afford things, even when they Mm -hmm. couldn't technically afford things like milk. And, you know, milk. I'm, I'm thinking about milk. In particular, because we've got so much subsidies for it. We're at a point now where people have forgotten how much sacrifice this country has made. And and the people who are bitching about masks forget history and actually don't even want to acknowledge the fact that government has, over the years from the 50s, 60s, 70s and on, have subsidized them help make sure that they've had a decent uh, a decent uh, 
a lifestyle. And now it's all coming back home. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back home. Well, I have... I, does that make sense? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. You know, I mean, the the sacrifices we're of asking, the past. We're asking the sacrifices to of make the past. Sacrifice. Yeah, the sacrifices of the past pave the way for the luxury that many of us live in today. I'm not saying we all do because we certainly don't. There's a lot of inequity in this yeah. country still, but the I luxury that. that that has largely been reaped in 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 wallowed in by white people a lot from my generation i'm looking at you gen x because these gen xers out there i see throwing tantrums and shit over masks you guys make me want to fucking puke i wish i was 10 years older so i didn't have to say i was gen x i would give up 10 years of my life to be a, be part of a better generation than that than this cuz you you gen xers make me want to fucking puke you big goddamn oh, yeah. babies I mean, come on. white entitled you know nasty little fucking nazis man all you trump loving crazies out there you queuing on people all that you're too fucking dim to even f- set, just have even a sense of what reality is mm mm-hmm. mhm it's One all the these fucking fomented mm-hmm. fantasies on the internet that you know they 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 go to Reddit, they go wherever the the four chans of the world, whatever those are, and they share their fucking ugly, stupid memes, and they're gonna get people killed because they're selfish, they're stupid, they're in denial, and you know, and and again, you know, I'm just telling you, Gen X has a lot of fucking blame for Trump. For COVID, for for everything that's going on, you know, I, and and I, you know, I, the attacks on boomers are are unprecedented and cruel. Just because Trump happens to be one, do not say that about uh, about boomers, because boomers worked hard and gave up a lot and, and paved the way for for all of us now. And and so younger generations, back the fuck up. And Gen Xers, put on your goddamn mask, you big fucking babies. Go ahead. I'm going to back up on this because there's a lot of Gen Xers that are out there supporting Black Lives Matter. There are. There absolutely are. But these white, entitled Mm Trump-supporting Gen Xers out there, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's where we need to make a really big clarification. Yeah, I'm saying. I I, I want to say that because I don't want want anybody who listens to this podcast to come and say, oh, you know, Ken, you went after Gen Xers because there's a lot of... Gen Xers are the ones who actually most yeah. pushed forward Black Lives Matter. Uh, and they, a lot of millennials, uh, too. Yes. Yes. And a lot of boomers. Um, but, this, is but, a, this is a continuation of what Joe and, and my dad and people fought for. Well, my, yeah. My yeah. Point, Go ahead. Go ahead, Rain. My point is, is that I don't think that our generation can... Gen X really taught, and I don't have kids, so I want to make that clear, but I don't think that our generation really taught their kids the idea of sacrifice. I actually, and maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm unique, but I actually kind of understood sacrifice because of my grandparents. Sacrifice for the greater good. It doesn't make you a part of the new world order. Yeah. 
What I'm what you I'm know, basically saying for the greater well, good of yeah. the country. What I'm basically saying right now is when I see the tantrums, because the videos out there are everywhere of white entitled Gen Xers everywhere freaking out, threatening people, destroying property, going in. I mean, the woman in Target, the QAnon crazy that went into Target, you know, uh, this is, uh, in, you know, anyway. But yeah, there, there, you know, Cat's right. There's a lot of blame to go around, but, you know, don't, yeah, there uh, is, there's, don't, yeah, don't, and, and, you know, stop Adam with the boomers put Reagan and Trump in power. No, because the it's, boomers it's not, didn't put Reagan in, because let me tell you, you know how many, you know how many, I was in my 30s when Reagan was put in, okay? And I certainly didn't fucking vote for him. And nobody in my generation, a, a lot, most of the I, people in my generation did not vote for Ronald Reagan. I'm you saying that in the I, 80s, I, I'm, there, yeah. were a lot of, there were a lot of people that, that were still World War II vets. I'm saying, yeah. Ronald Reagan. I am I saying. I have a problem. I'm sorry, Ken. I am saying that what, what I am seeing out there now or the people who are doing this and freaking out and making spectacles of themselves and the people who are, are, are major figures in social media, you know, for, for the right and QAnon and, and all that, they're people of my generation and they should know better. You know, there, there are a lot, and I, I understand it's not everybody, it's not every Gen Xer. I, I was a little reactionary saying I wish I wasn't part of this generation, but these people make me so mad. When I see somebody getting aggressive without a mask, going after somebody, screaming at them, tearing shit up, refusing or saying, I'm not a conformist, I'll never wear a mask. You know, every last one of these encounters, it's with a Gen Xer that, I, that I'm seeing. You know, so, so you know it's, it's like the, the, they need to know better. Yes. I have two things to say. One, Bender from The Breakfast Club became a hedge fund manager. It was a joke, everybody. It was. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading something. I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> it's but good. The, the points it's that good. I'm... <laughs> Could, couldn't you see Bender from the Breakfast Club becoming like you know a hedge fund manager? But the second thing is that um, I, I am reluctant. I'm reluctant to blame an entire generation because we have since somebody labeled them the baby boomers and then gen x and gen z and the millennials it's really easy just to put them all into a compartment and blame a generation that is disturbing that's mm -hmm. wrong um because bender probably did become a hedge fund manager probably uh, so probably so <laughs> well yeah um but the thing is is like i this isn't a generational thing either. You know, it's what's not, going on right it's now. Not, yeah. it's, it's, exactly this isn't I'm, a generational thing because there's, at, there's there's people from, from their 80s it's to, to, really to their teens that are, are, are not taking this seriously and are being assholes. And, and, and so there's all generations. or There's assholes in every generation. Yes, okay? of so, course. Uh, and and, and exactly this is more... This is, this, is, this is more the way I see it is more where you land in a cultural divide. Yes. You know, whether you're yes. you're, you're white or, or 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 black or brown, you know, or poor, whether whether, or whether you're poor or, or right, middle rich, right. This is a cultural thing. And let's face it, we are so divided right now down cultural lines because of this asshole in the White House. 
but it, I shouldn't even say because of him. He is because of us. He's uh, yeah, you know, he's a, he's, he's a result, result. Of, of, of white resentment and the fear that that what are the minorities are going to become the majority, and we will yeah. lose our privilege. That is what's going on here, and 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 the mask thing is a manifestation of white privileges frustration with something they can't stop which is that minorities are going to become the majority yes okay and the mask has become a symbol of that mm -hmm. and that's what's going on it's a really i'm not going to wear this mask because i'm not going to let those minorities become you know usurp my superiority as a white man here, here's one for you. I got a new, I got a new angle on this for you. Another Gen Xer that I was currently friends, I was friends with, but now have since blocked on Facebook. I have about 400 mutual friends with this person. So if you're a friend of Sandra Winner, you might want to take note. All right, Sandra S A N D R A Winner. Um, she she has a pretty public profile. So I mean, she again, she, she I have 400 mutual friends or 355 mutual friends or something like that with her. She posted something. She's African American. And she and she's a millennial, I believe, or not a millennial, but a, a, a Gen Xer. Um, she posted a meme. It says, no mask, no service, no mark, no sale. Do you see where this is going? They are conditioning people to accept the mark of the beast. Revelation 13, 16 through 17. Um, then she posted, oh, uh, dumb. and she put, uh, yeah, I said, that's pretty fucking stupid. Bye. And then I blocked her. Um, I, and it says to all Satan children, ugly, my post brother and sister in Christ, Jesus, not, not do strong delusions, reprobates, go take your medicine, Bill Gates, microchip, coronavirus, deceiving children. You worship Satan, oh, not Christ Jesus, gosh. you monstrous I cults. Understand. I don't yeah. Understand Sandra Winner, Sandra Winner. She's, she's a beautiful scary. woman. Um, but apparently, um, she, she's lost her fucking mind. Yeah. I don't understand that conspiracy theory with Bill Gates and the chip. I don't get it. Well, and she's going off in a tangent in her thread, um, saying that this is, this is an attempt to the, the, the masks and everything. It's an attempt to kill more African-Americans is what she's saying. So there's another bent on it. Oh my God! No, it's a, it, it's to save people. Oh my God! I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there are people out there that I mean, it, who knows what conspiracy theory it is of the week? But I will tell you, every time I see one, and again, I'm not saying everybody in every generation of the is is guilty of one thing or another of electing one person or another. I'm saying Gen Xers are out there. Pushing these stupid conspiracy theories and making asses of themselves on viral videos about not wearing a mask. Every goddamn last one of them, I swear, they look like they're in their 40s or early 50s. And it's like, what did you not learn? Because we it, science was pretty important for our generation. Not that it wasn't for generations before. But, but science, you know, we, we all were in trance. I mean, we were the space camp generation. We were the ones who, you know, cared about climate change, who cared about recycling, who cared about pollution. 
We were the, the ones, ones who cared we about were, making sure people did not die from AIDS. Yeah, we were the ones who grew up on Sesame person. Street. We were the ones who grew up on Sesame Street and realized that people of all colors, you know, shapes and sizes could get along. You know? We were the ones who, who watched Mr. Rogers, and Mr. Rogers taught us that, you know, care and compassion were one of the most important things in the world. You know? I, I mean, we... we, we I mean, I don't know what fucking lessons they the, the people of my generation missed out that they would hop into this ugly, ugly train off of a cliff. I don't get it. Well, it it's this is this is personally offensive to me when I see anybody of Trump my generation. Isn't. You know, Trumpism. I know. I and know. I say that, Kenny. I say that actually. When I say Trumpism, I don't say it as a blanket thing. What I have seen, and and I really do feel this is that what we're seeing from people of Gen X, and I don't want to do generational, generationalism, but what I'm either. seeing really is that there are people who are tired and they're just giving in to Trumpism. That's it's really it's bothersome. Pathetic. It's so pathetic. It is bothersome just- because, you know, you know, we've had so much to deal. I'm not saying other generations haven't. Please don't take that as as the wrong thing, Joe. We've, you know, we we've had like so much, but what we're what what I think I'm seeing at this point is there are people who are just like fuck it, why fight it? Why fight Trumpism? Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that explains why people we will become part of it the cult yeah because they don't want to fight anymore because they're tired well i got yeah but we'll, we'll we'll try and talk about this more i apologize if i overgeneralize in the beginning but it, it, i'm really just disappointed to see people of my generation act like such fools i'm, I'm disappointed of, of anybody who acts like a fool but i i, I take personal umbrage because I share common experiences with you, and I'm not. I'm white. I'm entitled. I've gotten a lot out of life. I'm straight. I'm white. I'm male. Yeah. I'm in the top tier. I've gotten everything that's good in life, and I want everybody else to have a chance. So strap on the fucking mask and stop being aggressive, crazy assholes. You it should know better. Manager. Should know better, yeah. So anyway, uh, I got a song of love and outreach for my fellow Gen Xers from Macaroni. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I mean, all of my friends, for the most part, you know, I mean, are, most of the majority of my friends are Gen Xers. You know, I, I still have two great friends from high school or you know elementary school. You know, I've got my all my old bandmates. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Rain. Uh, you know, Cat. I think Caitlin, Chris, uh, you know, Miles and Michelle, you know, I mean, most of the people I know and, and, you know, and associate with are Gen Xers. Not to say that I don't have a lot of other great friends who are are older and younger, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it, it just, it hurts. It hurts to see somebody acting so selfish and stupid and just being hell bent on taking their privilege to, and making sure that somebody else gets hurt because of it. That's what drives me crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. 
So anyway, uh, no more overgeneralizations. I apologize. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right oh, after this. Don't be sorry, Ken. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this you. is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hey everybody, Kenny Pick coming at you on RadioForHumans.com. This goes against every rule of broadcast journalism I know. Don't change that dial. Find Radio for Humans on TuneIn. I used to be number one in this town, but people don't listen to AM like they used to. Seems like it's more about FM and color TV. That's stupid. It's serious. And be sure to visit RadioForHumans.com for more information. This is the internet. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Boomers gave us the internet. There, I said it. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans, the Tuesday edition. And of course, joining me as always, uh, I think he invented the internet in his clown car, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. And I will have you know, we also gave you canned heat. Oh, thank there. you for that. And hot tuna. Yes. So- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, is that that's how you get hot tuna by uh, canned? It would can you you can heat it. Yes. So you get hot tuna. So I always would think about that as a child. (laughs) So I bet you did. Can heat and hot tuna is that like a spinoff? Um, and of course, uh, rain from Four Freedoms blog at Washington D.C. The Beltway beer, the bubble, the swamp, and of course, Gen X. We should know better. Because the Empire and Star Wars, they're not the good guys. I know, you hate Star Wars, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I never said that. I uh, Okay, you just, well, I thought you didn't like Star Wars. I never said that either. I do like Star Wars. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. The Empire just, weren't the good guys. I'm just not a Star Wars nerd. No, you're a nerd, all right, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're an art nerd. Yep. Anyway. 
trying to peg you as some kind well, of nerd I... to show that we're well, not so can... different. They aren't that different. I know. They aren't that different. I'm just not into... Anyway, I don't you want to get into that. You don't have to defend yourself. I was just having fun. Point is, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning. And we're still learning. Eh, since the that world, was a song since by the world Billy was Joel. Who happened. Since the world was turning. Yes, yeah, since okay, the world was turning. Of course and they screwed it up. You but it's a Billy Joel you, song, and it's you, really relevant, and Billy Joel really needs to update that song. Yeah, to something, 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 something. Joe Trump DiMaggio. is an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. I don't know those words Did you say children song. are fermenting? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> what do you say? The children of... Uh, oh. Thalidomide. Yeah, I had a friend who had... Um, I had a friend who had that, and had so what? she was like really kind of, she, her spine was all bent over. I thought thalidomide was outlawed in the United States. Not back then. No, yeah. never. It was never allowed in the United States. Okay, all right, whatever. I don't want to get into details. <laughs> anyway. We had we we, we actually we had a woman who, who was the head of the head of the uh, burning. I don't know if it was the FDA at the time, but but she got the Medal of Freedom or something like that from yeah. John Kennedy because she disal wouldn't allow it to be approved in the United States. So, well, anyway, we were yeah. spared that that yeah. little historical thing, whatever. But anyway, I, I want to get back into it because there are other things that are very, 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 very disturbing. Uh, something that happened over the weekend. Um, I will, I, I'm not playing any audio from any of these meltdowns because these people don't deserve any more attention than they've already gotten. But over the weekend at Gettysburg National Cemetery, um, some somebody started an internet hoax, an internet prank, to say that uh, Antifa were going to gather in Gettysburg... <laughs> Um, yes. and and start destroying the cemetery and you know messing things up. So what happened is all these Trump cultists, white nationalists, Klansmen um, showed up belligerent, drunk, stupid, probably on meth. Most of all, most of them probably scamming the government and saying they're on disability. Um, and uh, they, they show up, they're fat, ugly, you know, uh, uh, you know, pickup truck tanned arms, uh, standing out there, looking to start, looking to start trouble, looking to start trouble, and they found a bloodthirsty, vicious mob of one guy who wasn't bloodthirsty and/or vicious, but was a uh, Methodist minister, or or. Oh. Yeah, there was a guy who, who was a Methodist minister. I don't know if you call him a, a pastor or whatever you call him. But he, he was a... a he, pastor he, he, is good. Pastor works. Methodist pastor, we'll say that. He was a Methodist pastor um, wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. He had no fucking idea that these people were going to be there. These toothless hordes of jackhole, you know, hillbilly jackoffs. Had no idea that all these rootin' tootin' Yosemite Sam looking motherfuckers were going to show up. He was there to do research for uh, and look up. Uh, he was there because his ancestors are he has ancestors buried in Gettysburg uh, National Cemetery, and 
all of these motherfuckers, all these deliverance-ass, inbred, ugly, you know, dry rot, uh, stinking a high hell monster people, they're like the the fucking Morlocks from the time machine. <laughs> I remember so, them. Surround him. They surround him. He is circled. By these people in MAGA hats and carrying Confederate flags with Nazi shit on their shirts, with tattoos of you know Nazi-looking shit, um, you and know, Richard just Nixon. All... Sure. Well, yeah, Roger Stone. Yeah, he came in back <laughs> first. He came in back first. Um, uh, and uh, and so he uh, a little beep 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 noise as he moved in, um, and and uh, yeah. So all these fucking uh, Trump cultists, I mean, just a horde, just a filthy horde of them, encircled mm-hmm. him. Threat. Mm-hmm. They they assaulted him. They they verbally assaulted him. And one guy called him the f word for gay, and said he was going to kick his ass, and started calling. And again, all these people who. Allegedly love Gettysburg National Cemetery. Oh, there's they hold it in such high reverence, but they're in there going motherfucking, fucking, fucking. Oh, fuck you, the fuck up, motherfucker, fucking, fuck. And it's like, where's your reverence? Is this not hallowed ground to you? You pretended it was, no. but now you're attacking a Methodist pastor in a cemetery that you proclaim to be of some, you know significance to you, your culture in America and whatever else. You know, the, it, you, you're holding it in some kind of reverence that you don't want to see to, to be destroyed, but here you are, swearing like an idiot in uh, hurling slurs. Called the, the one guy called him the, the, the F word for gays. A, 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 a Methodist pastor. Thing is, thing my is, late is grand, that- my my late father-in-law and mother-in-law were Methodists, and they were conservatives. Methodist is a pretty conservative religion. It has been changing, and that uh, a lot of cons- they're they're trying it, to be more has, inclusive. But- and uh, but yeah, so anyway, the thing is, is that what these people are doing, and they're they're trying to usurp what happened to. They're trying to usurp the results of the Civil War. I believe that in my heart. Really do. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't yeah. have gone there to... Thank to, you, Trisac. Trisac, it's, rever- it's reverend. Thank you. Um, uh, Methodist It's reverend. not just reverend. It's also called pastor. I'm going to disagree with Trisac uh, on I, that. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm putting down the flag. Okay. Said, continue. Just continue. Just right, as long as so it's not I. a Confederate flag. So but, um, no, what they're trying to do is they're trying to usurp what happened at the Civil War, trying to really upend it. I mean, so what we're seeing right now is that <clears throat> there's this whole national conversation about all of these Confederate statues that have been built up during the 20th century and in mm-hmm. the late 19th century, and and I think we can all agree that they were built. Up built for the reason to um, further Jim Crow laws and to make sure that we were going to um, intimidate people yeah, of color. A, a terroristic it, reminder of, of the, our ugly past. Right. So what's happening now 
is we're having protests with these really egregious racists. We're trying to, literally trying, they're really trying to deny everything that happened about the Civil War in the name of Trumpism. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, you, you go to, well, you, anybody who goes to, to fucking, anybody who goes there to, to protest a, a pastor or a reverend. He just happened history. to be there. They're he didn't know they were going to be there. They didn't go there to protest him. They were going there looking to pick a fight and maybe kill somebody. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, too. The asshole cop that came up to this, again, this Methodist uh, reverend pastor, whatever. um, This Methodist holy man. There we go. You can't argue with that. This Methodist holy man is standing there. And um, and, and, and this, this cop, this filthy, dirty cop comes up in the middle of this crowd that has been threatening him. They are armed. He is not. Lecturing him to de-escalate telling him to de-escalate when he's trying to explain to save his life why he's there he tells them repeatedly that he's there to see his family you know to see his ancestral graves and they're like, bullshit bullshit no you're not no you're not you know you're you're wrong you're wrong. you know and, and then he's like he's like why are you wearing that shirt why are you wearing that shirt all lives matter and they're like, you don't. He's like, you don't understand the the message of Black Lives Matter. You know, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. You know, and this stupid fucking cop. And I'm 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 keeping. I'm I'm not saying the word. I want to say the word, but I'm not gonna say the word about the cop. Pulls him aside, and lectures him on end that he you need to remove yourself from a situation like this, boy. You need to you need to make sure that you don't rile up these fine fine Confederate loving Nazis over here. You really hurt their feelings by putting that T-shirt on today, son. You really did. You know I'm being hyperbolic about what he said, but you know this cop was just you know was just being so fucking condescending and rude and nasty. And he's like, it's my job to protect you and to protect these fine fine Trump loving white folk over here. You know, I mean, I, I, this guy was such a fucking good old boy, Southern cop. I was, I was livid. I thought I was mad when they were threatening to beat him to death. But this cop, oh, fuck him. And, and I'll tell you what, I, that cop probably would have arrested me or killed me if he, if, if that would have been me. Because I wouldn't have put up with that bullshit. But this this good Methodist, he 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 was there and he he stayed cool and calm and collective. But you know, I would have said, why don't you go get that asshole without the shirt and the Nazi tattoos? I didn't see the tattoos clearly, but I'm sure they probably were Nazi ones. Usually the shirtless ones like showing those off. You know, that shirtless guy over there threatened to kill me. He threatened to beat me to death. And you're doing nothing about that. You know? So that that to me was was horrendous. But there there's um 
but anyway, before I get too worked up on that, I, there's a lot of things to talk about. We can talk about this, you know, when when Tricep comes on too. Um, but uh, I want to want to lighten it a little bit. It's it's still heavy shit, but I want to lighten it a little bit. All right, that's right. Sports talk on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Where have race relations led teams such as the Redskins and the Cleveland Indians to uh, potentially reconsider their names? All right. So uh, hopefully we become the Cleveland Spiders because I'll start watching any team called the Spiders because I didn't realize there was an old sports team called the Cleveland Spiders in the 1800s for like 10 years. Um, I did a little research on it. But the, 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 somebody's talking about changing the name Cleveland Indians to Cleveland Spiders, which has some historical context here. So we're, we're not erasing the past. <laughs> okay, you know what I still refer to quick uh, to to uh, progressive field as everybody, Jacobs Field. You know what I call the Quicken Loans Arena in downtown Cleveland? I call it the Gund Arena. Where were all the, where were all the fucking tears? Where were all the fucking tears when these corporations came in and erased the histories of the names of the stadiums that have been changed and they're systematically erasing our heritage and our history and our past? Fuck off. The names are getting changed and you got nothing else to fucking say about it. You didn't cry about the Gundarina getting changed. You didn't cry about Jacobs Field. And the same shit happens everywhere. There are some like amazingly famous old, you know, baseball fields and football stadiums and, and, you know, arenas that have all been renamed one thing or the other. One thing or the other. Well, so you know what? What? what I, where I were the tears? Where were the tears? What's that? I'd love to talk about the Redskins. Absolutely, we're gonna have time to do it tonight. Well, we talk a little. Dan Snyder, goddamn piece of shit, trash person. He should be hanging out with Don Trump every day of the week. That's how bad he is. Wait, who? Dan the the, oh, the oh, oh the owner of the Redskins. Yes. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. So it's, so it's not just... I mean, there's the Redskins, and then there's Dan Snyder. Bought the Redskins, I guess, in 1998, 1999. If you want to... I would love to do sports talk, but that piece of shit... I've heard a lot about him over the years. So, yeah, I, I, you know, especially with the name controversy. Um, but uh, the they're talking about changing the name to the... the, the Washington Red Tails, which is in honor to the what, Tuskegee Airmen, whose planes were called Red Tails because of the design of the plane and the way the the rear tail the the plane was painted or something there, like that. There are actually a lot of names rolling around this area for them, but the fact that FedEx Field said uh, we we are just we don't like it, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> the president of FedEx is is a major or a minority owner in the Redskins. He's like, you know what? I want to change the name. Nike, Nike mm-hmm. said, um, we don't really. If you go to if you go to Nike.com and Google yeah. Redskins, you can't find anything from Good. the Washington Good. football team. 
Well, and what did you just um, say? You said FedEx, FedEx Field. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, was it yeah. was it named FedEx Field in you know 1950? Well, it wasn't because 19. I don't know when they where they played in 19. Well, it was called something. It was called something else before it was called, it was called uh, FedEx the, the Field, last, right? Before they moved out. Unless they, they built an all new field. They did build an all new field before they moved out here because the, the field is in our county. So I have mm. a little information. I have a little, you know, they used to play at RFK Stadium in D.C. Yeah. They moved out Prince George's County and uh, they built FedEx Field. Yeah. Now, they want it. The, the team wants to move into D.C. back to RFK Stadium. And D.C. is, is literally saying you can't move here back into D.C. until you change your name. Yeah. So, um, but, but anyway, anyway, uh, I, I mean, Sorry. Joe, do, do you get yeah. my point? Do you I get my get into sports talk? Well, we are still in sports talk, but Joe, do you get my point? Where was the outrage when they changed, you know, Jacobs field? I'm just, I'm saying it from my personal knowledge of, of, you know, things being changed Jacobs field to, you know, progressive field or, or the gun arena to quick and loans arena. You know, there was no outrage about erasing history or being politically correct or anything like that. No. And I have a favorite uh, uh, name for the Cleveland Indians. If they, they should be the Cleveland Lakers. And the hell with Los Angeles. <laughs> well, yeah. It should be the Cleveland Lakers. We're right Perfect. on the lake. Cleveland Eerieers. <laughs> Cleveland ears, the Cleveland ears. Yeah, I like the Cleveland spiders though, because man, we got spiders all over here. So I think they should go for it. I hate spiders, I, hate I them. love spiders. Yeah. You know what they could call them? The, the the pizza toppings. Stop. Spiders make great pizza toppings, Joe. You're right. I know they do. And chocolate. You eat, so. you eat them first. Okay. Yes. But I, I'm proud to say that they, that 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 some teams built brand new stadiums. And kept the tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, the Yankees. Yankee Stadium, right? Still Yankee Stadium, brand new stadium. They didn't go to, uh, you know, um, Andrew Cuomo Stadium or anything like that. You know, they yeah, still Yankee Stadium. Just like it's still, you know, to give... Oh, this kills me. But to give the Red Sox their due, Fenway Park is still Fenway mm -hmm. Park. Yeah. In fact, they didn't even build a new park. Well, it wasn't there. Yeah, wasn't it, there some controversy with the Reds? The, the, uh, the name the Redskins is incredibly. Well, it is, and 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 uh, it's incredibly not just racist. It's violent. There's a lot of it incredibly is. racist things that go around in sports. For instance, the Atlanta Braves, and they used to call their. Um, their stadium, the Chop Shop, yeah, because they used to do the stereotypes. They used to do the Tommy Hawk, the Tommy Hawk Chop. They also you had know. a drunken, fake Indian. Yeah, well, you've so, seen I mean, you've seen Indians crowds. Right. What they do, they do the face paint and bring the drums and bang on them and do all kinds of uh -huh. racist stereotypes. Right. So, right. But here, right. here's right. the thing, and if if we have some time, if we have a, just a few seconds, here's the thing. Being a Native American brave is way different than being a redskin. Now, 
the Atlanta Braves had an incredibly racist again Friday. Bob can let's probably talk. On let's more. let's just pause. Let's pause right now. Hold that thought on this because it's right at the top of the hour. I'm sure uh, we'll we'll continue sports talk uh, with Trisec when we get on. So so are you cool to hold that thought, Rain? Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you start off the 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 segment. So, um, but yeah, th- I just want to uh, you know again. I've never seen any kind of outrage when a corporation comes in and renames uh, a beloved stadium for anybody. It's only when, oh, well, they want to take away our racist name. (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, you selfish, ugly, racist pricks. It's getting changed. One way or the other, it's gonna fucking change. So anyway, uh, we're going to go to the break when we come back. I might not swear as much, but I might fucking swear just as fucking much. We'll see. Uh, Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? RadioForHumans.com Robert. 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 Robert! Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. It's always interesting here. Except when I get it wrong, then it's very un- uninteresting and you shouldn't listen. Uh, but of course, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com, 7-7-2020. Uh, joining me as always, uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Home of the Scranton Wilkesbury well, Rail Riders. Yeah, there AAA, you go. Triple A home of the New York Yankees. Thank you. So not racist. And um, I know, I know, I, I got it. So, <laughs> and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Beer, the Bubble of Swamp. Welcome back. Uh, you got a racist neighbor. What? Trump. He's closer oh, to no, you than us. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, what what is happening here tonight? Because we've had a lot of rain. Um, we have um, a trail of tears. Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. See, that was really inappropriate. No. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will award a buzzer <laughs> and a second one. And uh, but thanks for trying. We have, a river, we have a river of water rolling down our. There couch. you go. That's more. That's more like it. You have a Niagara Falls has come to visit, um, and of course, last but not least, uh, Trisec uh, out of the great city of Boston. Uh, welcome uh, back. I figured you might want in on sports. Uh, sports talk a little bit. Good evening. How's everyone doing out there tonight? Um. Well, I'm, I'm doing good. It's it's hot. It's starting to cool yeah. down, which I like. 
Tennessee likes it too. Oh, we're getting that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah we're getting that tomorrow. Tell me, what's my weather going to be? What is your weather going to be tomorrow? Uh, yeah, you're far enough west. You, you're, oh, getting, you're getting our tomorrow weather. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you're probably going to get about 86 degrees and humid. <laughs> My yeah, best Just guess. like every other day in July. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And uh, it's supposed to go down to 75 tonight, so I'm excited about that. We're going to blast the fans in here and cool down this place. Um, and, but, yeah, so, so uh, you know... And I have a question, and then I want to pass it off to Rain, because, Rain, you, you were making a good point that I wanted you to continue on. But wasn't there a controversy recently? And, and also, I want to make a statement here, too. A lot of people, a lot of my friends who are, are liberals, um, and they are Clevelanders, and they are Indians fans, um, I will say this. I, I did go to Indians games as, kid, as a kid, and I will say baseball is probably my favorite sport ball out of all the sport balls. Um, I, I find it's kind of appealing. I played a little bit when I was a kid. Not not anything to write home about. Um, you know, tried out for Little League and stuff like that. I was terrible. But it was still fun. You know, I used to play at family reunions and stuff like that. I was terrible then as well. Um, and uh, always got struck out. Um, uh, or, or, you know, tagged before I could hit a base. Um, but... But when I was, you know, you know, I, I, I have value, valuable memories going to the Indians as a kid with, with you know, so the Indians play the Mets once in 1985, I think, um, and uh, at Jacobs Field, <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, to me, as I became more aware and I heard the controversy of the name, I, I that was a major deciding factor in me not wanting to invest any time in sports because I never wanted to wear a shirt that had the words the word Indians or the Chief Wahoo, which I find extremely offensive. I'm like, no, it's not offensive. And, and everybody will try and explain why it's not offensive. He was a real guy. And it's like, well, that's a real nice fucking character you got there. The big beak nose and the big toothy smile i mean that's so fucking disrespectful you know and uh, so so to me as i became more culturally aware um i rejected the notion of of you know and, and football always bored me to tears uh, i i i mean the games were so long uh, and it, this was a thing my dad and my mom felt the same way we'd go to thanksgiving or christmas or whatever when football games were on and you know thanksgiving but i don't know did they play games at christmas i don't know i don't that was wizard of oz or something. oh that was basketball so um okay well basketball so and, and we would go to family members houses and they would have the game on all day and people would be screaming at the screen and we couldn't have quality family time and you know and we just wanted to spend time together and then our my asshole cousin jim would you know put the screw you know, put it on and start swearing like an asshole in front of my grandparents it just made everything awful you know and it's more your family than the sport i understand yeah i'm saying that i i understand that but you know it's like some of us wanted to spend time together but some of us wanted to scream at the television and and it was for hours, and and I you know I will binge watch a TV show every once in a while or something like that. But you know to this day I'm not that big of somebody who sits down and, and watches the you know a ton of TV, especially now. I, I I barely watch any TV now. It's like my time is my own, 
and I got all kinds of things. I'm my own boss now, so you know I can kind of do what I want. And TV, if it's not the news, I pretty much don't want to watch it anymore. Um, and uh, but but anyway, so so that to me to to me though, as as coming of age, I rejected the notion of becoming an Indians fan because to me I found it you know just very offensive, very very offensive. The name Chief Wahoo, I had friends who wore it, and again they're liberals and stuff, and and and, and it just drove me out of my mind. So I, I could not support, endorse, or appreciate any of that. So, but Rain, uh, you 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 uh, were what were you were uh, what were you talking about before we went to the break? I was talking about the um, <clears throat> Atlanta Braves, and um, I don't think that the actual team name is racist, as opposed to the Redskins, which <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> It took me a long time well, to realize. It up, you know, they were the Boston Braves first. Yes. I, yeah, I know that. Um, had my uncle actually worked. Uh, no, go ahead. Keep talking. My I, uncle I would, actually played for the mm-hmm. Boston Braves. And, and well, I, I, I have. Uh, I'll dovetail. I have a point I want to make after you mention this, Rain, as as to what is racist about the Braves. But go ahead. Me. Yeah, you were you were talking you were you were talking about the Braves. I was talking about the Braves. I don't necessarily. What I was trying to say is that it took me a long time to realize that the the, the Washington team that their name was Redskin, mm-hmm. uh, Redskins was racist. And uh-huh. I, I'll, 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 I just found the history of the Braves name. There we go. The team adopted an official name, the Braves, for the first time in 1912. Their owner at the time, James Gaffney, was a member of New York City's political machine, Tammany Hall, which used an Indian chief as their symbol. It's racist. What's the point I was getting to? Um, <laughs> oh, so, oops. That was, point, that was kind of the point oops. I was getting to. It All right, Trisex. Some Trisex getting the buzzer too. No, it's okay. No, no, Rain. Well, 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 well we put a, a put a finer division here. Put a know? finer put a finer point on it, Rain. What your experience in in learning? Of no, it. What, Can I keep going? Yeah, you have a perspective. Please yeah. do. Um, it took me a long time to to kind of get to the point where it. I, what I'm trying to say is that I didn't get it for a long time. Get it. I, I've gotten it for the past five years. I'm still on the fence about the Braves, the, you know, the Atlanta Braves. Um, but I will say, and this is the point that I was going to try to make, is that <clears throat> kind of goes back to something that you were talking about, Ken. Um, the Atlanta Braves had a, a, a fellow who was, who was actually a Native American. And his name was Chief Nakahoma. And they had a teepee in the outfield. Mm-hmm. And yep. well, he drank in the teepee. Sand, but I remember. Yep. He, he drank in the teepee. He would come out and just wave, and he was drunk as fuck, which to me kind of perpetuates a whole bunch of really bad things about Native Americans. Now, going back to <clears throat> the Indians, we we. We should. We should call them Native Americans because they are. We should just call. I don't know. 
call them Native Americans. Cleveland shouldn't have a team called the Indians. Um, I'm not sure where I am about the Atlanta Braves. I, I don't feel like that's necessarily a completely racist name. Um, and the point that I'm trying to make is that I want us to be really careful because you can't make every single name completely politically correct because what's next getting rid of the padres and i okay. hope you understand where i'm okay where, okay 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 I'm, I'm gonna this is where we split hard right here is I'm that this is where we I'm split fine. hard because you just started the slippery slope you started the slippery slope argument and i loathe slippery slope ar the, 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 uh, arguments i'm not saying it to have an argument i really I, I, no, saying okay i'm hard. saying i'm saying well, okay what i don't know whatever you want to call it i don't like slippery slopes you know where does it end next a man marries a duck, you know, kind of thing. You know, it, I didn't it's. Go, I didn't mean to go down that path, and if I did, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. But I, I'm just saying I'm going to split hard because here's the thing: it's not okay. The Padres, you know, if it offends somebody, I will hear them and please tell me why it's offensive. But I don't think there's going to be that kind of out, you know, you know, blowback from that. I've if there is, I've if there, seen if there, on the hey, internet about that. then I'm cool with them wanting to change it. Uh, you know, uh, uh, because, you know, we can't, we can't hang our hat on, on uh, uh, nostalgia because nostalgia is, is bitter and it is, um, it, and it is dangerous. And in, if, if it does offend somebody, then just change it. Things have been, names of things have been changed for far, far less insidious reasons. So I, I'm okay with it. If it offends someone, change it. Um, it but here, here's you my point. Here's my point about. Here's my point the about the, the 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 Braves uh, is is that with the Braves, what has happened is you have ignorant white people who are Braves fans who take the 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 imagery or the idea, and that what they will then do is perpetuate a stereotype. With the tomahawk chop, or beating the war drums, or the the face paint, or wearing headdresses that they shouldn't be wearing, um, you know, it's like you know, it, it, it's it, it it's it's what it evokes in the fans, either it, it negatively or positively. So positively for racists, it's like, oh yeah, I get to go do racist stereotypes. Negative is. People who are offended by that, namely Native Americans, have every right to call umbrage to that and say, look, we don't really have anything to do with your team. Leave us out of it, you know? That's, so, yeah. so that, okay. that, you know, it's, it's represent, it's, what, what do you call it? Um, uh, it, it's almost like, you know, uh, taxation without representation, you know? It's like you're making money off of our backs and we have nothing to do with this. So if Padres is offensive to, I guess, what would that be? Uh, the clergy or something? 
Is that what that is? What I don't understand. Padres is father. Yeah, Padre is Spanish for father. Okay, so yeah, because you know, that's, well, I, I, I just know well, they see. There's your tie-in because Padres. That's all the Christian evangelism out in SoCal in the uh, 1800s to the Native Americans. If you look hard enough, Kenny, the slippery slope argument. If you look hard enough, everything's racist. Well, yeah, well, there you go. That's kind of the point that I was. I'm trying to say I defend it, but that's the point. Where are we going to go with this? Um, well, hopefully, you know, they tore down a Frederick Douglass statue in New York. A freaking Frederick Douglass statue got torn down. Insane. Did they find the culprits of you know, the Frederick? The, the, yeah, what the, what the fuck was that? No, Why would they do that? No, I I read that story and. The cops up there actually think it was a uh, drunken vandalism, not tied to any of the statue teardowns that are happening. Probably a bunch but of drunks still. thinking it would be funny or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but Joe, why don't you why don't you chime in on this because this is this is a huge issue because sports, uh, you know, I, I, again, I don't really care for them. I, I I made my feelings known about why I didn't get involved, especially in. You know, Cleveland sports, again, football's boring, baseball in Cleveland's racist. Um, I love you, Kenny, but football is not boring. Eh. Okay. Do you want me to start telling you about my favorite <laughs> nah, comic, comic? Kenny on this one. Do you, want me, do you want me to start I talking about my favorite comic books to you, Rain? No, I demand respect. Do you want to do comic I book never, talk about one of the most exciting did. comic books I've ever read? Oh, my God. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm just win. saying it's personal Long preference. No, no, no. Joe likes football, right? I'm not especially a football fan. No. Okay, all the men no, win. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't follow football. No, I, right. I really don't. It's not about attacking football, Rain. It's just about you know. It's just telling my personal preference. That's all. So, um. Uh, but but Joe, where do, where do you land on this? Uh, you know the names, the stadiums, the the ballparks, whatever. Okay, um, maybe it's it's my generation because I'm much older than all of you. Not that. But much. in my lifetime, much. But in my lifetime, in my life, um, there was a more profound problem with race in sports than naming teams. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a. A reflection or a, a manifestation of something more wrong with sports okay um, in my lifetime there were Negro leagues yes okay yeah. because because african-american players were not allowed to play with white players in the major leagues mm -hmm. okay and some of the greatest sports teams in in uh, baseball, were in the Negro leagues and some of the greatest players, and it wasn't until Jackie Robinson, whose number was recently removed from baseball altogether, thank you, mm -hmm. uh, and the last person to wear number forty-five was a Yankee. But anyway, uh, uh, there was a deeper problem. There was a deeper problem with sports in general. It still exists. Um. But in my lifetime, you know, African-American players couldn't play with white players in the major leagues. And Jackie Robinson had to have his life threatened every time he went to bat 
every time he took the field. That to me is a much more important. Not not that the, the that offending people would sure it's a know, it's a different time now. It's yeah, it's a different right. time. But, now. but that that's what, what's more important to me is that back back in the fifties, you know, back in the forties, you know, African American players weren't allowed in the major leagues, even though it had nothing to do with their skill level. It had to do with the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and today, let's let's fast forward to today, and and uh, we have one African-American NASCAR driver full-time uh, yeah. who, for whatever reason, finds a noose in his stall. He didn't. Okay. I, I know he didn't. I know he didn't. What I'm saying is, is that this becomes a controversy. Why is there only one African American NASCAR driver full time? Why yeah. did we have to wait till Jackie Robinson had to have his life threatened to play baseball? You know, and I think that's the bigger problem here. That it's still a, that that racism in our culture, and it and our culture part of our culture is sports. And that reflects the racism in the culture, and it's reflected in our sports. And the bigger problem to me is, like I said, that there is still racism in our sports. We, we honor these great football players and these great baseball players, but when they take a knee, they become scum. They become, yes. you know, that is a bigger yeah. problem to me than a name. And I'm not, I'm- again, minimizing the importance of, of not insulting people, Native Americans, and, and look, the re- the Redskin name has been a controversy for decades. Yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. new. Okay, so, but, but what I'm saying is the bigger problem is that is just a small manifestation of a bigger problem in sports. And right. as we go, go out, mm-hmm. a bigger problem in our culture. And sports reflects our culture. Arts, reflect our culture you know we could go do the same thing with movies uh how how black people are, are and 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 minorities are depicted in movies the charlie chan people who won oscars you know i mean the what, charlie the, the chan con- movies. how about a white yeah. person pl- playing a, 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 a an asian person well yeah it's in a horrible way you know yeah. what i'm saying is 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 all these things reflect a much deeper problem true and just names but let, yeah, and I guess I, mm-hmm. I guess I guess I'd like to see the Indians change their name. I like to see the Redskins change their name, uh, but I'd also like to see the problem that underlies all those things changed. Isn't the, Go ahead, Ryan. Isn't that why we're having this conversation, though? No, I think so. Honestly, guys, this is why we're having this conversation right now tonight. This is why. The Redskins are having this conversation. This is why Cleveland is having this conversation. And honest to God, I wouldn't be talking about this on the show tonight if I didn't think that there was a real chance of something positive happening to change these names. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. It's not going to happen this year because um, there was a really great article in the Washington Post about what it takes to rebrand eighteen. But the Redskins are not going to be the Redskins in one or two years. 
but I will, I will, I want to tell you this. There's an article from 2012. Okay. It said 50 years ago, 50 years ago, Redskins were the last team desegregated in the NFL. Wow. 50 years ago. Wow. I, I think that's really kind of like, that's, to me, mind-blowing. That's is, like the year before I was born. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, you said the article is from when? 20... 2012. 2012. Okay, that so yeah, that was 50 years like... Ago, last out, outpost of the segregation in the NFL fell. So it was seven um, years before I was born, or eight years before yeah. I was born. Nine years. That Nine. name has to go. It does. Tennessee agrees, don't you, Tennessee? Tennessee, it's time for a break, buddy. What do you say? The fact that we're <laughs> having trying. this conversation is really important because what Joe said is important. The fact that all of these, you know, I, I keep thinking, you know, as Joe was talking about this, I mm -hmm. kept thinking about all of the, um, the monuments were mm -hmm. put up in the 19th and 20th century to celebrate segregation. Yeah. And during that, during that time, an awful lot of teams in baseball, um, football, across the board, they put racist names. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is... It, 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 much yeah. It, it, it has to change. It has to change. And, and this year, if, if anything positive is coming out of 2020, um, it's, it's going to be that a lot of people's eyes are going to be open to see how embedded and ingrained institutionalized racism is in this country. And uh, it, it needs to change. It, it absolutely mm -hmm. needs to change. We've and, all and been saying it for decades. Yes, and that's that's ex exactly the point, is mm -hmm. that, and, and I've many a, a, a black uh, leader, uh, civil rights leader, has said recently, you know, you could take all the monuments down. That's not the point. You can yeah. change all the names. That's not the point. The point is what you just said. We have to change the institutional racism that is so ingrained that made all these things, all these monuments go up and, and these names become acceptable over the years. Mm -hmm. And it's just permeated society, and we can't we mm -hmm. can't tolerate mm -hmm. it anymore. We can't tolerate right. it anymore. So right. and, and tearing and changing the mm -hmm. let's not make ourselves feel good because we took down a statue or changed the name. There's more to this. Exactly. It goes. It's yeah, fixing. It, it's fixing hearts. It's fixing hearts. And when exactly. when when you when you when you know there's a reason why, and we've said this before on the show. There's a reason why you don't walk around in Germany and see statues of Hitler and Nazi flags flying around. Exactly. Exactly. You know? But but like I said, I, I don't want I don't want to get bogged down into. Well, once we take all the statues down and change all the names, we're good. Joe, yeah, exactly. Know, once we elect, exactly. once we elected Obama, Obama, it's we're a good. first step. It's a first step. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's it's part of it's just a symbolic part of which mm -hmm. it has to be a deeper deeper commitment to change the cultural racism well in well society. Rain, go ahead, and then we go to break. I think that removing these statues are a start, and it's important because of our our friends who are people of color. That's what yeah. they're calling for. We need so to be good allies. Matter. We need to be good allies. Uh, it does. 
to me, it does matter. It's really important. It's a very, very important start. We need to we need it to matters. work together. We we need to work together. Uh, to the one another word we need to get rid of is allies, because we're all in it together, and we need to change hearts. We need to change minds, and we need to have uh, better better hearts and minds outlive the ugly ones. So, uh, and then that way people won't have to look for allies and they'll realize that if they look over their shoulder, they look right in front of them, they look wherever they're going to find, they're going to find a fellow human being that has the same kind of ideals as themselves. And that is, you know, decency, respect, kindness, and no conservatives. I'm not talking communism. So fuck the fuck off. Um, so yeah, but anyway, green news report coming up right now. I think for break time, what we should do is we should give out uh, not racist, but just inappropriate sports team names uh, to all of our listeners. Uh, so, so you know, sports name team you wouldn't want to say in front of your parents. How about that? Um, so, <laughs> good exercise, right? That could be fun. Yay, nay. One of you unmute and say, "Give me the high sign," and I'll, I'll go to break. Yeah, it, it's it's, tr- it's going to be tricky, but it, right. it, we could do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll yeah. just pick a, a, a neighboring city. Yeah, we'll we'll give it a shot. <laughs> so uh, it won't. Uh, you know, just inappropriate, <laughs> like you know, something gross or you know, a, a scary animal. I've come up with ten already. There you go. See. All right, we'll be right back <laughs> yeah. with more. Turn up the night right, right <laughs> after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, July 7, 2020. The only purpose this pipeline ultimately will serve is to boost the profits of its developers. Big and bad news for pipelines, good news for those who oppose them. Japan reeling from another round of record rains and catastrophic floods. Plus, we have a plan for building the 100% clean energy economy. House Democrats unveil comprehensive climate proposal to reach net zero emissions by 2050. No net? No net. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Flushing the toilet may fling coronavirus aerosols all over. Our toilets have turned on us. Though I can't say I'm surprised after all we've done to them. Seems only fair. This is your Green News Report. It was only a matter of time before they rose up to exact their revenge. Okay, Desi Doyen, uh, after years and years of protests and struggles, we got a whole bunch of good news about pipelines all in one day. Yes, but we'll get to that in a moment. First, Tease. Japan is reeling again from another round of record-breaking torrential rainfall over the weekend that triggered widespread deadly floods and mudslides that have killed at least 34 people on the island of Kyushu. Japan has been repeatedly battered by devastating extreme storms in recent years that have killed hundreds of people. Climate scientists say the storms have been intensified due to man-made global warming. In politics, we are releasing a transformative roadmap for solving the climate crisis. House Democrats, right before the July 4th holiday, unveiled a sweeping plan for climate action and economic recovery by establishing the groundwork for steering the country to net zero emissions by 2050 with a focus on environmental and racial justice. The 547-page proposal outlines targets and policy mechanisms for establishing a price on carbon emissions and eliminating carbon 
pollution from cars by 2030 and from power plants by 2040. It embraces much of the Green New Deal without actually calling it a Green New Deal. Mm. It won't pass the Republican-controlled Senate today, but the proposal shows voters what Democrats plan to do on climate change. Good idea. Although, better idea, don't release the plan right before the 4th of July when no one's paying attention. Good point. Meanwhile, a pipeline palooza of bad news. Bad news? Oh, bad news for the pipelines. Okay. First up, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday refused a bid by the Trump administration to jumpstart construction on the controversial Keystone XL tar sands pipeline from Canada. The court kept in place a lower court ruling that blocked the use of a key federal fast-track water permit. But only for the Keystone XL, not for other pipelines. They will be allowed to proceed while environmental reviews are underway. But the Supreme Court said no, essentially, for now, to Donald Trump on Keystone XL? Yes. That's good news, not bad news. Right. The court's rejection means that almost all Keystone XL construction is delayed until at least 2021. Sad trombone. The controversial Atlantic Coast Pipeline, an $8 billion fracked gas project, is now kaput after two of the nation's largest utilities announced they are abandoning the project due to increased regulatory scrutiny and delays that ballooned costs and hampered the project's profitability. The stunning cancellation from Dominion Energy and Duke Energy comes just weeks after the U.S. Supreme Court cleared the way for the pipeline to cross underneath the iconic Appalachian Trail. Nobody wants pipelines. So sad. But there is a twist. In a separate deal, billionaire investor Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has purchased all of Dominion Energy's natural gas pipeline and storage assets. If approved, Berkshire Hathaway will then control nearly 20% of the nation's interstate natural gas transmission, which would be an incentive to lobby against climate legislation. Buffett. And finally, in North Dakota, the biggest pipeline news of all today, a federal judge has ordered the controversial Dakota Access Pipeline to be shut down and emptied completely until the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers completes a more in-depth environmental impact assessment. This is a huge victory for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, which has fought the Dakota Access Pipeline since it was first proposed, calling it an unacceptable threat to their drinking water supplies and sacred cultural sites. Anti-pipeline protesters were met with violent crackdowns from state officials. Back in March, after a preliminary ruling by the judge, the attorney for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, Jan Hasselman of Earth Justice, told the Green News Report, This is a huge victory for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and all the people who have supported them over the years. The risks of an oil spill are too great that the consequences on the Standing Rock are too significant, and this needs to be studied really carefully and in a transparent way. Important to remember that this is a temporary victory. It's not over yet, but the party may be over for pipelines. They are, of course, going to appeal this decision, but this is exactly what the Standing Rock Sioux had said. There was no proper environmental study done. Now, maybe... It will be. Maybe. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.pradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing. Tomorrow starts the same old thing again.
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. RadioForHumans.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a twenty-dollar whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Yeah, really. Turn up tonight with Kenny Pig. This is the most sports talk we've had in a long time. Uh, wait till you get my play-by-play on the game that didn't happen the other day. Here, let me let me do it for you right now. There was no game the other day that I know of. Anyway, welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans. Joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Boy, have I got some team names cooked up for you guys. Hi. Giants right. aren't racist. Uh, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, uh, Trisec, uh, aka David, from the great city of Boston, and also from Ask Vet Tuesdays and other entries over on Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back to you as well, my friend. Good evening, comrades. Yes, and uh, we're not even going to get get into mayo on burger talk tonight. So. Uh, I just hope you've never ordered a Whopper and didn't tell them to hold the mayo. Nope, nothing? <laughs> so, nope, nothing. All right, never mind. Uh, and last but not least, uh, our guy Tuesday, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner, operator, Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. There Are you go. ready to give out some pitiful sports names? Oh, I have a bunch already. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's hit your jingle. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. There we go, Joe. Where are we starting tonight? Discord or uh, Chatango? Chatango. Oh, Chatango. Yes, Chatango. For the funch. Okay. <laughs> Meow, uh, goodness, that is inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the see you next Tuesdays. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's what I say um, on Friday. You don't say no. it today. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, first over Chatango is uh, a bobber of all people. And I think the honor should go to Rain. 
Or Trisec. Or Trisec. Or or Trisec for Freedom's allies, of course. Although we're yes. I, I was more going toward the spouse angle, but yeah, okay. Brain. Oh. Yeah. Do you have a, a bobber? <laughs> uh, inappropriate team name for bobber? Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta Thrashers. That's not inappropriate. It isn't. Sure. Particularly, well, it's not horrible, but it's no, it's, okay. not, it's not great. And Cat will know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, I love all right. a good threat. Good all thrashing. right. Um, next is a uh, 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 Foxfire. Oh, Foxfire! I, I got this one uh, covered. Foxfire. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the team name I have for you is the Sacramento Chicken Nuggets. They're uh, officially sponsored by McDonald's. God. God. You guys are really bad at Kids 12 and under get free sweet and sour dipping sauce and a four-piece meal every Sunday. And a toy that they could choke on. And I'm not okay, even going to say what, what kind of sports they play. And uh, Heather. Heather is next. All right. Uh, you got this one, Joe? Or your tricep? I got it. I got yeah, it. All right, go. I got go. it. Yeah, yeah. The... Uh, the uh, the Minnesota herpes. Oh, that come on, man! You gave a woman herpes. Well, huh? You gave uh, Heather herpes. <laughs> I gave her an inappropriate <laughs> sports name. In, gave her herpes. In turn, she. I didn't give her. Well, I I did not give anyone herpes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, <laughs> we have Cat. Cat, uh, at Trisec, you got an inappropriate uh, uh, team name for Cat? Oh, quite do, and I'm going to try my best to stick with alliteration all the way through this. We'll start north of the border with the famous Toronto Toilet Liquors. Ouch! Ah. Well, uh, those yeah, obviously a lot of Trump, uh, uh, well, also, right. or, or AKA CPAC. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. Um, it piss off cat, try. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's next? Okay. Can, can, you are. Oh, I am. And I, give, I, me, give me a I, team. I, I have one. I, I have one for you. All right. The Utah UTIs. What? The, the, what? what? That's a state. <laughs> That's a state. You got to give me a city. How about the Utica no, U- Utica team. UTIs? No, no, some college yeah. teams. Some college it's teams go by. Oh, they yeah. oh. 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 They already have a weird name. Okay. Yeah, gonna, You're right. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. He's the right. U- the Utah UTI. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. You got it. And I hope you don't get one. <laughs> I, I sure hope so, too. Well, I guess that means Ken Sr.'s next, so I probably have to uh, yes. get him a team next. Yes. No, you, you Ken Sr. is not next. If you practice social distancing no Ken Senior, Ken Senior is six feet away from you next he's more than six feet away uh, yes. all and, right and, and, uh, put on your mask and give your father okay um, here's a, here you go this is uh, the uh, we're gonna go with the Youngstown baby shakers oh terrible name. Oh, terrible. Terrible name. <laughs> Terribly inappropriate. Never shake a baby. No. 
No, don't do so, that. No, the turn up the baby either. Yeah, public service <laughs> announcement from Turn Up the Night. We do not endorse shaking babies. Unless they're Trump children. <laughs> okay, next. And Dad says, hi, son. To you, I give all my sports memorabilia. <laughs> oh, he has, he has a great sense of humor. He, he actually okay. might have a few actual choice things. Um, he used to have a great okay. baseball baseball card collection, uh, but I think he sold that years ago. But anyway, continue. Okay, I'm next. So anybody can take a shot at me. Oh, I think all of us should. Oh, okay. I've got one. I've got one. Stanton scrotums. Scranton scrotums. Oh, oh, ouch. Wow. Scranton scrotums. Well, I'll bring that up to the the rail riders. To That's going to give you a city council there, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Grant, I got, you were going to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm good. You guys go. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. I'm going to give you, out uh, of Pennsylvania, the Harrisburg Italian sausage with mustards. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so fucking inappropriate. So fucking inappropriate. It's so, it's so fucking Ohio. I will change the name. I will change the name now. So Yeah, okay. Uh, it's the oh, it's the I'm sorry, god. it's the Harrisburg uh it's the Harrisburg uh Italian sausage Arnie, Arnie with extra so gravy. With extra gravy. Or gravy. Sauce. I sauce. thought you saw. I thought you said you called the sauce the gravy. No, no. It's gravy on pasta, but not gravy on sausage. What? There's never gravy on pasta. Where? What a Jesus! I oh thought God. you said you're. No, whatever. Guys, guys, this might be my last appearance on Tuesday <laughs> night. Oh God. You also just mentioned sauce, and Trisec has something to say about it. Oh no. He does. If it's tomatoes only, it's marinara sauce. The minute you start with a meat base, it's a gravy. That's it. I'm done. I'm out on Tuesday nights. <laughs> no, 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 I would never, never, ever call any sauce gravy. Oh, I thought, <laughs> no, I, I thought you said one of your family members. Now said with that. our famous hot gravy. No, I thought you said no, okay. No, no. The sauce, the sauce, the sauce, is sauce. I'm sorry, sauce I'm mixing it up. Right? Somebody, is, somebody. I, yeah, I'm not saying that Tri-stick, either. Maybe try Okay, so this is listening, everybody listening here and greatest controversy ever. We all oh, love yes, listening to all the men yeah. just arguing, just arguing about gravy. Let's let's move on. Uh, to oh, meow goodness. All right. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have. Oh, you got one? I have one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. The Pittsburgh polyps. Oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what? you said you know what? inappropriate. It is. I know. I know. Triple 18, the pus buckets. <laughs> that would be triple the double A team. That would be the double A team. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, president. All right, President, for you, I have the um, the DC Trumps. Nothing. <laughs> it was also inappropriate. <laughs> the DC Trumps. 
easy drops. That is inappropriate. And that was one of the ones I thought of, and I have to cross it off my list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, team, what team does that represent? What sport do they play? Uh, uh, they they pocket sorry, pool. I'm, I'm raising my lady card they, here. They what sport do they, they play? What pocket team they represent? Pocket Creek. They play pocket pool, and I have on good authority booger eating as well because apparently, <laughs> sure. apparently that is part of Mary Trump's book is that Trump picks his nose and eats it. I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I am sorry because when I heard that, I was like, just no, really. Of all the things we need to learn about him, it's that. <sighs> That's one thing that didn't necessarily. I, I would have been okay not learning that about Trump. Everything yeah. is finances. Yes. Really surprised you? Didn't surprise me. If, if I just. He, if I find out he picks his belly button and smells his finger, I <laughs> actually picks his smegma and smells it and then eats it. Smegma. Hmm? Mucus. Is that like not boogers? I said smegma. Okay, wow. Okay. Anybody who ever listened to... And that's one to grow on. You can go Google it. Because that is the most worst thing that any boy could ever say on this show. It's okay. Moving on, I hope we have one for Scooter Cans. I hope it's a Kansas City reference. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? The yeah. Kansas City... Uh, 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 sex oils... And say I tried to come up with something that rhymes with the Royals, Kansas City sex oils, and and they get warmer uh, the more they play. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of it gets hotter. The the, the Kansas City on. sex waxes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, uh, we go to Theo. Theo, Theo has to be yours, Ken, because. Oh well, I just I just told one out, but uh, uh, oh, you want me to give a oh. give Theo a no no someone I, else okay. can give Theo a sports theme. I have one, but I don't know if you like it. Yeah, okay. The Atlanta anal probe. Ooh, well, it is what alien is related because he's doing alliteration, alliteration. He's doing alliteration. I'm doing alliteration. Um, yes, I'm okay. doing alliteration. All right. I would have I would have given him the, the Sir Robbins, but okay. Um, yeah. Tim Tim Coromal, the Tim Coromal, oh, otherwise known as Tor, Tim Coriander, <laughs> with the greatest yes. laugh on the face of the planet. Yes, and since he's my partner in crime, I'm going to give him mine. Okay. The Washington WMDs. <laughs> okay, that's pretty. That's pretty inappropriate. Yeah, it's inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. But I can see. Uh, I can see Americans loving that, though. Yes, I know. But the thing about it is, you would never find them. Uh oh. So maybe anyway. they're under here. <laughs> yeah, you'd never oh, find that team. Oops. Go ahead. Oops. <laughs> okay, Trisec tri is next. Oh no! <laughs> I gotta drop off here. <laughs> Can you want to take a whack at Trisec? 
Oh, sure. Yeah, Trisec. I got a the perfect one for you. Um, uh, it, 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 yeah, I think you're gonna like this one a lot. We'll go with. Um, well, let's see. So you're you're in Boston. So let's see. How about the Cambridge? Yes, a Cambridge, a college team, no less. Uh, let's go with the Cambridge Commies. <laughs> <laughs> It is a pretty liberal college Not town. that far off the mark, guys. <laughs> yeah, not that far off the mark, guys. You know they call it the People's Republic of Cambridge. Uh, I, okay. I'm not surprised. Uh, we, we did a tour, and my band played there before, and man, it was awesome. Oh, and there was one of the best comic book stores there, but I won't get into it, but go ahead. So, all right. Okay. okay. Will, Will from, oh, let's let's do a, a Chicago cubby. Oh. Will from Chicago. Oh, I, I actually have a Chicago theme team. Or a white, or a white sake. I have I have a Whatever. Chicago theme team for him. Um, the Chicago, it's not pizzas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have went with the Chicago, <laughs> the Chicago deep dishes, but that's, uh, that's me. so it's not pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the could, Chicago casseroles. There we go. How about uh, the Chicago Unos? <laughs> I kid, I kid, with much love. So the Chicago Unos. Okay. Um. Here we go. Uh, yeah. We're 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 over at the Discord now. Uh, Adam. All right. He's lived in. He's also lived in Chicago and Alabama, and now currently in uh, Tennessee. So, somebody throw uh, fire one. South, I got one. I got one. Okay. I got one, but the city, of course. Remember, I'm going with alliteration, of but course. it is a southern reference. The Indianapolis Inbreeders. Oh, hi -oh. <laughs> Where's Francie's hi -oh when I need it? <laughs> that's a uh, that's a nice one. So, okay. okay. Who's next, Joe? This one goes. Uh, let's see. We did Barbara Kenny, uh, Martin, uh, Michelle. Michelle is next. Oh, oh there we go. Uh, Joe, why don't you take uh, uh, give one to Michelle, and then uh, Rain can give one to Miles. Okay, uh, I'll give Michelle the uh, the Harrisburg Hungry Dahmers. <laughs> <laughs> or the Fresno Full Fridges. Uh, so. <laughs> anyway, Rain, what do you got for Miles? For Miles, I, I don't have anything. No? no. No. Are you not enjoying this exercise? Uh, no. Okay. All right. I apologize. All right. All right. Let's finish up. I apologize. It's fine. You guys continue. Well, Miles, we didn't give Miles anything that I think we shouldn't go on. Uh, how about the uh, Cincinnati Centipedes? There we go. Okay, Cincinnati Centipedes. All right. Uh, Trojan Rabbit. All right. Oh, Paul, uh, uh, try. you got to give Paul one. Give it to Paul. Uh, Can right. you make it a Bostonian uh, city? Uh... I am, and I'm actually not going to go very far from my backyard. In Waltham, Massachusetts, we have two college teams, one of which I am renaming the Brandeis Convicts. <laughs> okay. Because we're getting away from the alliteration, and those of you that don't know, the real team name is the Judges. Oh, see? see oh, nice, so nice. we'll play... I see what you did there. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Next is Caitlin Chris. All right, Caitlin Chris. Um, let's see. Let's go with the um, the uh, the the the. No, no. Uh, okay, we'll go Dallas. All right. So the Dallas D's nuts. There you go. Inappropriate team name. Okay. Right, let's, let's go next. Clinster. Yeah, you take Clinster, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Seattle Scab Pickers. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. Pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, who has Destroyer Kurt? Um, I'll tell you what. I'll give you the uh, Denver Dirty Needles. Dirty needles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Okay. We we did Foxfire. Uh, Jada Jada Faye. Faye? Joe. Jada yeah. Faye? Jada Faye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Try a sec. All right. Considering this is where the conversation actually started, nobody went for the low hanging fruit, so I'll grab it. The Washington white people. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, that, that's that's bad. The that's Washington Whitefaces. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Okay, that, I got a great uh, yeah. name for a team okay. here. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, and, uh, the uh, uh, Living on Long Island is next. Living on Long Island, I give you the Kansas City Karens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, Lord. I'm running with the All alliteration right. now. So. Okay, yeah, I was doing that a little bit too. But uh, okay, we have. Uh, is it Nightbird? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nightbird. All right, Joe, you got. Um, one, or, 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 uh, yeah, who I, was, I have, yeah. Go ahead. The Long Island lice. Ah, oh God. Human oh, lice yeah. or animal lice? Human. All right. Okay. Uh, and then we have Olo. Olo, yeah, that's uh, Rain. Olo is uh, Scoopster, correct? Scoopster. Uh, it, yeah. It's Scoopster on Rhode Island. Okay, well, we. Okay. Who wants, who wants to give. Yeah, uh, try. You got one for Olo? Uh, well, local reference it's the Pawtucket Bye Bye Red Sox. <laughs> but that's their name. No, oh. they're moving. They oh. are. They're leaving really? Pawtucket. Yeah. Really? Oh. Where to? Okay. Oh, this not gonna. Going to Worcester. All right. Oh, yeah, they're going to Worcester, oh, and that's Worcester. Worcester. Oh, oh, I got an audience okay. one here from for my next one. Okay, we have. Uh, did we do president? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I think so. Did we? Let me see if Prez is over there. Uh, I'm not sure. I have to I have to shoot back over. Yeah, there Prez is. Prez was yeah, Prez over is there. there. Yeah. Prez, Prez is over there. Okay. I think so, I get the... um, uh, next is Theo. Theo. Uh, well, we got Theo already, so uh, I think we're good. We I think him. we got everybody. But we got I'll everybody. I'll tell you what. For whoever whoever didn't get a team name, if we miss somebody, we have a blanket one from our good friend Trojan Rabbit, aka Paul. That would be. The Plymouth penises. Don't say penis oh. in this house. There we go. All right. Thank you. If we had, if we had a, a Vatican team, I was going to give them the Sistine Cirrhosis. Oh but. gosh. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Or, or the Washington white privilegers. That could be a good one, too. That could be. Um, there you could. That yeah. could be. But anyway, yeah, uh, okay. so so uh, birthdays tonight. My mom, of course, and Kat said, I think she said her, her one of her nephews, her oldest nephew, I think she might have said. Uh, they're having a birthday today as well. Ringo Starr mentioned that. Not sure if anybody mm-hmm. has any other birthdays, but uh, if the birthday banner needs to be repeated, I will play it after the break. But let's. Uh, Kat, Kat, huh? Kat had a, a. I think Kat had a nephew. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, Kat, my uh, Kat had a, 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 one of her nephews uh, has a birthday today. Mm-hmm. So or or in the whereabouts. But yeah, happy birthday, uh, Mom, Cat's nephew. Uh, here you go, John Maynard. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my all right there we go so uh let's go ahead and go to the break and uh i think we're gonna uh we're the conversation is gonna go global we're gonna move to brazil when we come back everybody um bozanaro in the news <laughs> oh, Bozo. i love that name uh yeah you, okay. you can't beat right. it so and no. uh yeah so uh we'll we'll be right back with uh more turn up the night right after this something's going to happen Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Thanks for listening to Radio for Humans. What happened to you? How come you're all alone? I asked for lots of help. You sounded drunk or something on the radio. Radioforhumans.com you fool, I'm not drunk. I demand to have some booze. This is Radio for Humans, and I'm Michelle from Mike Check Radio. Escape the monotony of pre-programmed radio and computer DJs with us. Kill all humans. Kill all humans. Must kill all humans. Um, and just ignore that. Radioforhumans.com The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey, we're doing a show here. All right. Welcome back to the program. Turn out the night with Kenny Pick broadcasting live on Radio for Humans 77-2020. Welcome back uh, to the program. Trisec for Freedom's blog out of the greater Boston area. Welcome back, my friend. 
Hello, Tricep. Oh, uh, good there evening. Did I unmute? <laughs> yeah, you're there. Uh, I yes, you I did now. unmute. Hello. <laughs> Excellent. All right. All right. So uh, it's a learning curve, I understand. And, <laughs> and of course, also from Four Freedoms blog out of Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble Swamp, our good friend Rain from Four Freedoms blog is here as well, I believe. Welcome back, Rain. Maybe not. Uh, so, and Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. He's here. He is All here. Right. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, but it looks like, yeah, Ray just said, uh, uh, she, she didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so she's a little tuckered. She's going to hit the sack. I just saw the message. I apologize. I was running around and sending messages to people on my break. Uh, uh, I got some some correspondences I wanted to uh, deal with real quick, and uh, I missed that, so I apologize, Rain. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna, uh, yeah, just continue on. Uh, boys' night here. Oh, look at that. We're gonna do some whittling tonight. We're gonna give whittling instructions. We're gonna chew some chaw, uh, and, uh, you know, drive our trucks and things like that. So, um, uh, <laughs> You know, I I want to I want to tell you guys a little anecdote before we roll on before we go go down down south of the border to Brazil, but I was uh, on one of my uh, on on one of the groups that I'm part of where I do you know crafting and stuff, and somebody was asking how to straighten a, a warped piece of old cardboard packaging on something in their collection, right? And I went and I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this thread. And and they're they're like, well, what you need to do is get spray starch and an iron, and you know, you, you use a you know put a piece of paper on top of it and iron it out and then iron it flat. But make sure it's on medium heat. And I was like, what the hell is that noise? Spray starch on cardboard? That can't be good. And then another uh, guy was gave this big long meticulous uh, bit of instructions. I mean, it was seriously, it was like this gigantic paragraph to say stack books on it, <laughs> you know, and it was like, and then gradually add a, start with a small book, then add a slightly larger book, and then the next day, a slightly even larger book than that, and then on the fourth day, and I'm like, oh my god, do you guys not have C-clamps and a workbench? <laughs> what, here's what you do. You take, uh, don't go putting a whole library on a piece of cardboard, folks. Get yourself a couple of cheap-ass C-clamps. Make sure you've got a nice, clean piece of wood for so the card doesn't get, you know, damaged or anything like that from that. And, um, and C-clamp it to another flat surface, and your card will straighten out. And if you want, if you can give it another tiny little turn every couple days two C clamps ideally to distribute the the weight but i couldn't believe that it's like do, do, do you not know how to apply pressure without stacking a 50 books on something or or using spray starch <laughs> and an iron on a paper product it's insane yeah so anyway yes, just think just think if you were trump you wouldn't have any books Oh yeah, exactly. You know, right? you, you'd have to go steal a Bible. Uh, you know, have your hooker steal a Bible from the hotel room every time. That's right. So you know, I guess you can get them pretty quick, considering how much you like prostitutes. There's a bunch in 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 Ivanka's purse. I understand. Yeah. Is that your Bible? It's a Bible. 
Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Am I is holding this, it up right? <laughs> is this food? Can I fuck it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know is if anybody. Sa- I don't know if anybody. Sa- <laughs> Can I slip it between two Corinthians? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw that meme of Trump holding up a Bible. He's like, "What is this thing? Is it food? Can I fuck it?" Um, it pretty funny. It, it, you know, it's it, different shots of him uh, standing in front of uh, the the church when he basically squashed everybody's civil rights uh, you know because you know republicans they're all about freedom and first amendment rights until they decide they're not but they'll keep lying about it don't worry they love their first amendment right to lie um so anyway uh welcome back gentlemen and uh yeah, so Joe, can you get uh, 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 this is fascinating and Trisec, I don't uh, you well, you obviously saw the stuff Joe shared and probably have your thoughts on this as well. Uh, I need to go step out of the room for like 20 seconds. Um, but Joe, can you preface everybody on what's going on in Brazil right now uh, with uh, uh, namely uh, uh, what's his name Boza Bozo uh, Bozo Saro Bo, uh, or Bozanari? <laughs> Uh, or Bo- mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, Boza, uh, Bozonaro. Bozonaro. Bolsonaro, something like yeah. that. Uh. Bolsonaro, so, yeah, President yes. Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. All right, so he's yeah. the Trump. He's the Trump of Brazil. He, right he is, and, and he, he's Trump. Like, if Trump had a colonoscopy and they had to remove a polyp, when they did it, would be Bolsonaro. That's who it would be, and. Um, he was a big, yeah, anti-COVID-19 believer. He just thought that everybody in Brazil should just go to work and buck up. You know? You know what I mean, Troy? Yeah. Yeah. Just, no, I know exactly this. Still that movement here to yeah. get back he to is, work. You know? He's Trump without the makeup. <laughs> yeah. And um, today, after telling – and oh, by the way, they are building – mass graves in brazil in anticipation of a great influx there was a picture today on uh cnn of an aerial view of a cemetery which has pre-dug thousands of graves Mm -hmm. in anticipation of an influx of dead bodies well not light bodies but anyway um (laughs) uh and, and limiting and telling people that you, the family would be limited to 10 minute services because they have to move things along. That's the state Brazil is in because of Bolsonaro. And yeah. guess who was tested positive for uh, no. COVID 19 today? Oh, uh, yeah, skimming the CNN Mar- story. Mary here. Queen, Mary Queen of Scots, did she test positive? No. For, no, no. Can, can me, I guess again? Can I? Can I guess again? Give uh, just give me one yes, more guess. Go ahead. One more. Um, one more. And I have okay. To put the buzzer. I'm gonna say uh, Yeoman Rand from Star Trek. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. She's she's already no. dead. She's she, oh. Uh, well, she's, she's not even born yet. She's dead already. In the well, fictional world, she's not even all born right, yet. going that way. Okay, right, all right, right. okay. In fiction world, yeah. Right. Well, uh, he, he, here he is. Did here you read is. his quote? Did you read his quote? Yes. Well, I, this is him in his. He was posed. He took his mask off. And, there you go. 
Oh, all is revealed. And of course, that for all you podcast listeners and people who aren't on Discord. Uh, well, uh, actually, Joe can probably pop it into the uh, chat, Tango chat as well. But yes, I, I yeah, I can't. Bozo Naro. Bozo Naro. Uh, <laughs> which was ample, uh, aptly named by Kenny today. <laughs> and then Joe ran with it and put some clown makeup <laughs> and a red nose and a big furry wig and a little sash full of COVID-19 pom-poms. Yes, he's, he's, he's famous for wearing a sash. Oh, what a sash it is. Yes. yes. Does he sashay with yep. his sash? Um... I don't know what that's. We have, we have a cat that sashays. So, anyway, July's a rose. She she sashays. A cat cat points out that Bolsonaro has is high risk because of a stabbing he endured a couple of years. Oh ago. no, that is yeah, terrible I, to I, hear. Would, I am so who would want to stab him? So who, sad about who would want to do that? To him? Oh, I don't know. Boy. I don't know if Cat's right about that. Are you sure, Cat, that he was stabbed? Because I can't think of anybody. They just wanted want to, to poke his tummy. They just wanted to poke his no. tummy. <laughs> With a blade. I would uh, know. So He should have worn one of those Ben Carson magic belt buckles. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> we, they were sold out. They, they We ran out of those when the, in the pandemic. Everybody hoarded them. I know. That was the first thing to go. <laughs> the Ben Carson brand magic belt buckles and at-home uh, lobotomy yes. kits. Yes. He was yeah. in a Popeye's establishment at the time. Lobotomy so, the home game. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh... <laughs> what did he call that? A Popeye's what? A Popeye's... Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, what was it? Um, it was an establishment that was even oh, weirder than that. It was yeah. um, Ben Carson called Popeyes. Oh my God! I can't believe it's so it's so like unnatural to say it. I can't even remember it because it, uh, it, it's it's a way of knowing he was never was like in one a facility. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it was something along those lines. I was at a Popeyes. I was in a Popeyes organization. Organization. Yeah, there we go. A Popeyes organization. I was mean, it organization? Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I think it was. I have had it a was. gun held on me when I was in a Popeye's organization <laughs> in Baltimore. <laughs> but fortunately, he had his magic bulletproof vest on. Magic. There it was. <laughs> bulletproof buckle. It matched the buckle on the belt. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Bozonaro. Bozonaro. Okay, so Bo- <laughs> Bozonaro is <laughs> now covid Positive. Apropos, he has got it, and oh, yeah. he's got more than just stabbings as a as a pre existing condition. He is oh, over no. sixty five. Oh yes, and he is. He has. He's also has. He's also stupid, so, <laughs> uh, and an asshole. And I, my question is: <laughs> yes, right. Were you born an asshole, or did you work at it your whole life? Um. Uh, so I talked to your mom. She said you got an asshole for why? But he now he now he defiantly said tonight that uh, he will conquer this because he was an athlete. Oh, and he feels <laughs> and he, he feels, feels good. I'm sure he, he feels fine. Yeah. I just want to say this: uh, Lou Gehrig was also also an athlete. 
I'm not yes. trying to be super dark. I'm just saying Lou Gehrig was an no. athlete, and they named a disease after him. Yeah. How? What are the ads that he would get Lou Gehrig's disease? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, what's the over under? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one probably pretty high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, no. <laughs> not at all. So, well, you know, that's what happens when you, you don't know. mess around. See, God's America. See? This yeah. is what happens when 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 the rain. only female on the panel yeah. leaves and She's leaves gone. to the toss. There's no estrogen <laughs> control here. There's no ethics. Nothing. No, yeah. no self awareness. It's just gone. not at all. It's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> anyway, next I'll just start playing random clips. How about that? That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? Okay. Um, <laughs> so so yeah. So Bozanaro has got it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also Kimberly Guilfoyle has it. Who is uh? Dating Donald um, John Trump Jr., who also flew back, was just on a plane with Trump as well. And I'm sure he he's grabbing her ass and kissing her on the mouth and all kinds of things all the time because, yeah, you know, he just starts keep it in the family, keep it in the family. Yeah. And uh, you see how he treats yep. his actual daughter. You think he has any qualms about grabbing his daughter-in-law like that or future daughter-in-law oh. like that? But I saw an excellent tweet the other day. I saw an excellent tweet, and I'm not sure. uh, I think I shared it in our chat. I'm not going to go back and... and, um, uh, Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the the tweet was something to the effect of uh, COVID-19 isn't the worst thing Kimberly Guilfoyle's had inside her. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. And that was uh, a, a, a little reference to Donald Trump Jr.'s penis. Don't save penis in this house! But I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that um, it would penetrate much deeper. Oh, oh COVID-19? Yes, yes. yes Co- COVID-19 yes. has a bigger yeah. dick than Trump, boys. You're right. Much deeper. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my new website. Uh, COVID nineteen to the lung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my new website. COVID nineteen has a bigger dick than any of the Trumps dot com. <laughs> I know yes. it's a mouth. Yeah. No. I think I'm not I think that's that. taken though. I think yeah. it probably it's is. It probably it's is. gonna have to be dot net. <laughs> So, you, <laughs> you need a net to catch it all. No. Or, or .org. <laughs> or dot, dot .org. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, but, yeah, so, so, uh, so, uh, uh, Trisec, uh, what, uh, in the same vein of what we're discussing here, stupid people ruining America, as Herb Cain also says. Stupid people are ruining America. Who also has COVID-19. Jesus, oh. God. Um. Yeah. Do you have everybody uh, except the one guy we want? Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're waiting. Tick tock. Tick tock. But uh. But yeah. So yeah. uh. Trisec. Yeah, keep engaging in those high risk behaviors. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Trisec. Mm-hmm. What What do you uh uh what 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 what's something that caught your eye in the last? Uh, I would say week, but I will say three days. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fireworks. Somebody has more fireworks. Oh, well, Sorry, guys. 
Go ahead. Oh, that's always fun. Lots of guns. Mm. Uh, well, I've kicked around a couple of things that I've been meaning to write. I thought I had a decent one Saturday. Uh, but uh, yeah. today for actual Ask a Vet, there is a story in there that uh, caught my eye. I do have to open it up because I had written oh, about... No I have provided yeah. some updates on that story out of sure. Fort Hood, Texas this uh, this morning. Because oh, a week Hood. ago when I yeah, first yeah. wrote about it, it had not gotten much national tracks and traction. And now it has taken off over the last couple of days because somebody noticed. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that kind of caught my eye today, it's like, oh, come on, i got to write about this thing. There is, sure. as I have started calling them now, a uh, Confederate descendants group. That uh, has taken umbrage at, uh, you know, statues being torn down, and they have made comparisons to that's exactly the same as the Taliban blowing up religious statues. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Sons of Confederate Veterans, that's the name of this organization. They're based in Georgia. Where else? And uh, their statement is, we hold the services and sacrifices of our American veterans to be sacred. And any acts against these heroes and patriots should be deemed by all patriotic Americans as an act of terrorism, equivalent to the atrocities performed by the Taliban and ISIS to erase the heritage and culture in their region. But they actually said it themselves. American veterans, patriotic Americans. That automatically excludes any member of the Confederacy, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly! How stupid do they have to fucking be? My God. You know what also is offensive to me? And I'm sorry, we, we're going to have to go to the break here in a minute, but when we come back, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do a free-for-all and talk about whatever. But you know what offends me? Is when the Christians worked their way across Europe and decided to take away all of the Celtic gods and the Norse gods and everything like that and to reappropriate them and make them saints and things like that and knock down statues and temples and everything. Yeah. That was fucking terrible. But guess what? The North remembers. <laughs> we still remember. It sucks, but guess what? We still have a pretty good and accurate record of all those monuments that were torn down during the crusades and everything else it's not the end of the fucking world if something is offensive to somebody and yes i i i i'm not trying to say what happened in the crusades is the equivalent to what's going on now that was about that was a power grab that was you know uh you know middle eastern you know christianity you know coming in and trying to uh, uh, absolutely eradicate cultures based on superstition. We're talking about putting things in historical context and taking them out of the public square so they aren't there as hateful, evil reminders to people who suffered under the villains that somebody chose to erect statues of. You know? I mean... Stat, you know the statues that were knocked down by you know crusaders or or whatever in in Europe and everywhere else you know and, you know not just it's not exclusive to Europe I I said that because you know that's you know I'm honky and that's what I know about my past I haven't forgotten it guys there's no white genocide God I hate these people they're so simple they're so simple and they're so fucking stupid. And yeah, maybe there's something that was lost, but guess what? The stuff that was lost in the past 
was was it, it, it wasn't the same kind of loss that's going on today. It was trying to crush. It was more. It was more like racism back then and bigotry and Islamophobia and homophobia and everything like that. You know the puritanical kind of. Uh, rule go. I, I know not like the Puritans, but you know the the the. You guys know what I'm saying. That oh, you're heathens because you ate you know an apple on Wednesday. You know that kind of shit. You know yeah. or or oh you you uh yeah. you're a lady and you have pants on. We'll burn your whole village. You know that kind of stuff. You know it's 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 it, 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 that stuff. It happened, but we still remember what happened. All we're asking is that these ugly statues of these fucking villains are taken off the public square and, you know, I said before, put in a museum, but I'll tell you what, just fucking put them in storage because if you put them in a museum, the only people are going to go... You know they're gonna have to decide. Do I want to spend my money on do do I want to spend my money on meth or do I want to spend my money on the museum? So it's a real conundrum. I would just say put them on the fucking auction block and let some uh, rich assholes put them in their front yards and then you know see what happens after that. But yeah, I'm even beyond the museum. You know, put them in a history book. But you know, if it's artwork that was created by slaves, uh, you know of people who kept slaves or wanted to fight to keep keep it legal to own people, you know, just put them in storage uh, because nobody's going to want to go see that. It's like the ARC, uh, the ARC exhibit or whatever that is. Ken Ham's thing. Nobody really wants... People just go there as a joke. So, but anyway, we do yeah, have to go to the mean. break. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we got the ARC experience. That's what it is. Ken Ham, who who yes. lovingly l- grips bananas and strokes them uh, as if they were a penis. You don't say penis in this house! That's right. I'm looking at you, Ken Ham. And by the way, Bill Nye wiped the floor with your greasy ass. Uh, so <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. Uh, let's listen to a song from Bobber, and uh, you know uh, I feel kind of like uh, I, I don't even know what the meaning of swimming upside down is, but we're gonna play it because sometimes I feel like I'm swimming upside down when it's so goddamn humid, you know. So, <laughs> but we'll be right back with more turn up the night, little grab bag of stuff uh, on the way up right after this.
and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank, only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. You're listening to Radio for Humans. Have a seat. Fetch the comfy chair. We're here 24-7. Radioforhumans.com The comfy chair? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Oh, my volume's not loud enough. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Boston. Welcome back to the program. And I feel remiss. And of course, thank you, Washington, D.C. Rain had a horrible night's sleep last night. Apparently, the dogs started barking like crazy at 4 a.m. because a branch fell out of one of their trees or something. And uh, maybe they thought it was a, a woodchuck. Maybe a woodchuck actually chucked wood, and that's why the dogs were so upset. Oh, my God, I think I've cracked the case. Oh, I think yeah. you have it. They just chucked that wood right down. They're good woodchuckers. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know what it is with woodchucks. I saw one of those beasties today. Oh, I am so. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm I was out. Uh, well, I was out in uh, a little bit further west of where I'm sitting out hiking through a nature preserve, and the, mm -hmm. that thing came charging down the trail at me. Like, what the hell, dude? Oh, oh, oh! I would have been come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Well, I stopped because I, you know, I don't I would, really I see those that. out there. It's like, all right, great. It's got rabies. I this got. I would kick the <laughs> shit out of that thing. Um, so, yeah. Groundhogs, everybody. But no, then he ran off into the woods before oh, I got to where sense. I was standing. It's like, oh, okay, fine. He probably didn't, way. he probably, do you think he even saw you or he was just like running that way and then he saw you and was like, oh shit. Probably not. He was just running that way and it's like, well, yeah. that's when I saw him coming, I stopped. And they yeah. have notoriously bad eyesight, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was funny last year when the fireworks were going off and after we had our garage built and uh, we, we got the deck removed where they, they used to live under the deck on our house. Um, and yes, we we uh, had 10. We got rid of 10 groundhogs two years ago. Yeah. 
But last year, this one groundhog, when the fireworks were going off, like this time last year, Fourth of July, because notoriously, I call my you know my area of Cleveland Little Baghdad on the Fourth of July. Uh, because we've got a lot of hillbillies who are like, you know, I know we talked about mm, meth or the Confederate Museum. They're like meth or fireworks, you know, here. So, uh, so yeah, you know, they, they scale back. They ration their meth like good Americans uh, and spend money on fireworks. And one, last year on the 4th of July, I'm sitting out on our patio and, you know, having a beer and... All of a sudden, I see something running up to the patio, and it was a groundhog, like, ran right up and was getting ready to, like, try and find, you know, uh, safe passage or, you know, amnesty on my property. And I was like, oh, no, you don't, you fucker. And I ran at it. <laughs> I ran at it, and he was gone. He was gone. So, yeah, uh, that's that's the last time I've seen one. And, and and thankfully, our neighbors, our new renters next door, they have a pit bull. Guess what groundhogs no, don't I'll like? Take care of the <laughs> yeah. All the squirrels stay in my yard and not in theirs. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> what's that, Trisac? No, that's. Well, my brother raises uh, big dogs, so yeah, I get all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, so do uh, Rain and Joe as well. So, you know, I don't think squirrels want to come anywhere near <laughs> uh, their properties. Right, Joe? Uh, Especially shark, uh, 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 knife-wielding sharky. Uh, well, more than sharky. Here, good. I'll show you. Um, no Saboka. He was a little upset today, and... <laughs> oh, Sharky! Is that an AR? Did Sharky have an yeah. AR today? Oh, yeah, he was ready. Wow. Yeah, Sharky was ready. That might be our that might be our show art for tonight. So. <laughs> 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 Man, but uh, we'll we'll have a Bozonaro uh, uh, appearance in there uh, as well. Uh, so yeah, let me let me just save that. So yeah, Sharky with the AR. Oh, that's good. So, <laughs> yeah, it's Sharky. Um, he he traded his knife in for an AR. I just <laughs> got to ask, Sharky, why the long face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, come on, it's all day we get that. Collies, collies get that all. Why the long? Face? I'm a bigot against uh, collies. So, uh, collie, collie bigot. Uh, yeah, I'm a, a, a lassie phobe. Yeah, the no, next I, I love collies. I, they need they need their own breed. I love collies. I love. I. I. I, uh, I told you one of my first the favorite. And Lassie are so dumb that they made Lassie look smart. <laughs> the what were so dumb? <laughs> the humans and Lassie. Oh yeah, yeah. so dumb that Lassie <laughs> looked smart. Uh, and and of course that ties directly into RadioForHumans.com. That should be a there promo. That should oh, be a promo uh, <laughs> try. I think we got it right there. So. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah. So, we, what do we have? We have 15 minutes left. Let's let's go ahead and do a, a roundup on on whatever you guys want to talk about. So, uh, Joe. Um, uh, well, actually, I, I'm going to throw something out there because we have, uh, and I, you know, for both of you guys, both of you guys, um, Trump, COVID, Donnie, as I lovingly refer to him, is um, 
quadrupling, uh, octupling down on this. Uh, it, it appears to me, and from other news sources and you know opinion posts and things like that that I've seen, it appears that Trump is uh, again just like quadrupling, octupling down on trying to preserve his racist base while trying to throw out ads uh, about Biden to try and dissuade African Americans for voting, or, or, or not just African Americans, but minority communities in, in general. You know, the, the upcoming majorities <laughs> in our country are melting pot. There shouldn't be a majority. So, anyway... But uh, but yeah, it seems like the the strategy is is to hang on to his racist supporters while trying to put out ads, and they've been pretty ineffectual so far. Um, yeah. you know, it's uh, you know his uh, apparently though he has money to put ads on fake news CNN because I've seen a couple of his ads come up. And I just hold my middle finger up at the TV the whole time it's going on, as any good American would do, about, you know, Joe Scarborough, or I'm sorry, not Joe Scarborough, Joe Biden. I was thinking of the Joe Scarborough show today. I watched a, a clip of them playing the, the the Comedy Central mashup of Trump like, slurring his words and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, amazing stuff. But, you know, they're like, oh, his cognitive abilities aren't there. Biden's cognitive abilities. Oh, he's... And it's like, really? You got the 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 uh, stunted mental uh, moron Trump out there calling somebody else uh, dumb or, or criticizing them for slurring words or, or whatever? No, 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 no. That doesn't work. That's not going to work. But yeah, so that seems to be the strategy, though, is we can't pick up any new voters. We fucking know that right now because we've killed 132,000 Americans from our fucking stupidity and negligence. We have zero grasp uh, on reality when it comes to racial strife in this country. So what we want to do, What are we? how are we going to win this election? The Klan! And scare black people into staying home. Is what it seems like the strategy is. Joe. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, but that... Do you, agree, do you agree that is the strategy they're trying to play? Uh, you know... Uh, I, 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 th I was listening to Maggie Haberman the other day on, on I think, Chris Cuomo's I show. love her. I love her. And she said, let's not give them too much credit. And... Stay strategy and Trump in the same sort of. Oh, <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, he can't help himself. Yeah, as, as Maggie Haberman said on on the show, she said, uh, "This has been him all his life." Mm -hmm. Okay, he can't help himself. This is not a strategy. This is all he can do. Mm hmm. I am sure there are many people around him who know politics and, you know, the idea of expanding your base, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. To win a general election. And he certainly isn't even trying. And in fact, he's trying, he seems to be trying not 
to expand his base. And his base is not enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, you know, and, 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 and they keep saying, well, his base is more excited about Trump than uh, Biden's is excited about uh, Biden's base is excited about him. And I just wonder to myself, is an excited vote count more than an unenthusiastic vote? I mean, do, do they give you yeah. two strokes for an enthusiastic vote? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I never, I never get this. Well, it, it, it's all noise anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, they're more enthusiastic. Well, yeah, because they're out there screaming at people and getting their face in any camera that they can find, and right, you know, right. ganging up on Methodist priests and stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those scary, so, scary yeah, Methodist priests. Yeah. It's like remember <laughs> of course in twenty seem more <clears throat> energetic somehow. Back in twenty, they're doing all the stupid I mean, they're things and getting in the news. The, Biden's not. Yeah, they're always talking about the enthusiasm gap. Who cares? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, generally, just tell me who has yeah. more votes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but um, yeah, so Livin, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, you know any you know this or, or or whatever you know and and the the enthusiasm gap. I'm I'm so glad you guys brought that up because you know that enthusiasm we saw. Again, once again, going back to the Gettysburg National Cemetery, all that enthusiasm. I I wouldn't really call that enthusiasm when an angry mob surrounded one guy, one Methodist, you know, uh, pastor or or whatever, um, in in Gettysburg wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Enthusiasm. That it, it, I I I think what they're saying. Their version of enthusiasm is actually bloodlust. Yeah, you know, my wife keeps asking me. She says, if they like guns and, you know, camo and, you know, playing militia. Why don't they just join the military? If they'll get all the guns they want, all the weapons and toys to play what they want. The only thing is... Somebody's going to be shooting back. True, true. But True-winning I, I want to, yeah, I want to pass this to Trisec. But on the same notion, what I've said in the past, which has been very controversial, is that if you love your guns so much, uh, all these ARs and everything like that, there should be a try before you buy uh, program where you try it on yourself and see how well it works, and then you can decide uh, if you want to buy it or not. So you know, just you know. T- you know, just have a taste test. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, try. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had an opinion on that. You know, the part that the, the part that they always cling to is, uh, you know, the right to bear arms shall not be abridged, or however it's worded. Yeah, and the, par- the part that our side always clings to is under the guise of a well-regulated militia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written extensively about this concept throughout Four Freedoms, but. It's that whole big gun concept. Okay, fine. You want the right to bear arms? Beautiful. All right, then you should have a single-shot, bolt-action, twenty-two caliber rifle 
or you know same token a little nine millimeter handgun you want something bigger join the reserves musket give them a musket <laughs> yeah. a yeah. muzzle loader yeah, yeah a muzzle, muzzle loader, loader. Yeah. You know, you yeah. want your AR-15? Sure, you can have it, but you've got to go in the military. You've got to get the training, and then, yeah, okay, you have the right to bear that arm. You know, and and, yeah, and see, the problem to, there is to your point, shooting back. Yeah, because yeah, you know, exactly. I hold a commercial driver's license. I drive a large vehicle in the streets of Boston. Yes, it's a weapon of mass destruction. I could take out a hundred people on the sidewalk in a second oh, if I well. wanted to. Sure, but and I don't because yeah. I have the training. I learned how to drive it. I follow the rules, and they don't. Well, and not only that, if you decide to break the rules and decide to mow people down, they can see your license plate. They, yeah. when you, uh, you know, you actually had to show several forms of identification to register that vehicle. Um. Yeah, and be licensed to drive it. So, yeah. So yeah, that's that's well regulated, I'd say. Yeah, yeah it is. So and that's, uh, that's all but, we're asking for. It's yeah, not that hard. That's it. And and of course, you know, I, I <laughs> you know, my my dad uh, still has uh, he, he has a twenty two pistol. I fired that twenty two. I did some target practice with that when I was a kid. It was fun to shoot a gun, but you know what? When I was done shooting the gun, I wasn't thinking about, I want more guns now to kill people, you know? I, I was just yeah. like, I shot some tin cans in, you know, in, in, yeah, in some thing. bits I, of I, wood. I really have a rifle at Boy Scout camp. But why can't I shoot people now? You know, I mean, I'm sorry to get on the mic like that. I know that's annoying, but that's what they're <laughs> like. That's what they're like. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like, I need more. I need more. It's insane. Joe, what about you? Have you ever fired a handgun? Uh, no, my wife does. Yeah, but I, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've fired rifles in ROTC. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, you have fired a hand, uh, you know, a, a gun uh, before. Well, I had, so. In ROTC, we had, we had, uh, we had, uh, I think they were M1s. They were old World War Two issues. So uh, yeah, we had a rifle range. We had a rifle range, and we mm-hmm. had sounds we about had, right. Yeah, an M1 carbine. We, yeah, we had to shoot in the rifle range, and we had to clean it and know how to take it apart and put it together and ratsy and mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, and, so, yeah, and you shot them, and you did the thing, and when you were done, you were just done, and you weren't like, now when do I get to kill people? Well, you know about the military. The thing about the military, yeah. when we were done. The the weapon had to be back and locked up exactly exactly we walk around with yeah. them okay and so. and and then henceforth it wasn't there wasn't a little gun in your mind with you know the devil rubbing his hands beside it saying let's use this for sinister practices now you know i mean there there, there it's it's you know what it, it it's um uh it's impulse control it's we have impulse control huh it's the mindset i almost always have a knife on me always yeah i've started uh, i've started running up and down the street going hey let me jam this into your shoulder bleed it's like no you you never know when you might need one and 99 of the time i'm cutting open a package with yeah yeah, exactly exactly 
But yeah, I but mean, you know, that's I, not I've, the point. Yeah. It's just that mm-hmm. I always have it, but I'm not inclined to render to to wreak mayhem with it. And you know what's absurd too is uh, a lot of places where you can like open carry a gun, they'll throw you in jail for carrying a pocket knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's the NRA and the GOP right there. And. Thank you, evangelicals, you scummy, scumbag hypocrites. Um, but oh, oh, one yeah. thing we have to mention. Yeah. Okay, first of all, we got to get into lightning round. We got to wrap the the show up because I got things I got to do, and I'm sure you gentlemen do as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, real quick, Kanye running for president. That's cute. Um, next uh-huh, up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, yeah. um, just bought a sweet pair of Yeezys. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, and, uh, what, what else did we miss tonight? Um, there were a couple of, I'll just pass the parting shots to you guys, but yeah, Kanye, fuck off, you dumb fat face weirdo. Um, so <laughs> you and your fucking unit teeth, does he have like a one big tooth it, or yeah, is that, you know, I mean, I, 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 understand, I understand the concept of a grill, but it looks like he just has like one giant tooth on the bottom. I don't understand that. Grills are fine. You want to dress up your teeth and be fancy with it and all that shit? That's cool. But could you make your teeth look individual? Your teeth would like to not conform. They'd like to be non-conformist teeth. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, I, yeah, I don't know what any of that shit's about. But yeah. Uh, but hey, if he gets elected, we'll have another porn star as first lady. So that's exciting. American tradition, American tradition. Thank you. Um, so yeah, anyway, you go. Huh? Uh, family values. Fam, oh yeah, the the pop, the <laughs> the porn, <laughs> the oh, wait, uh, grand old party. So the porn old party. There we go. Um, yeah. or the porn orgy party. Yeah. that'd be good. So all right, uh, quick parting shots from both of you gentlemen. Um, uh, Trisac. You have the honors of going first. All right, I do have a quick one. The, uh, you know, this past weekend was July 4th, and uh, we do have a long-standing tradition over in Four Freedoms that whoever has the fourth blog gets to muse on the Declaration of Independence. I actually oh, nice. didn't really do that this year. I was writing on something else. Okay. But my parting shot is actually a homework assignment for everyone listening. If you didn't get a chance to read the Declaration of Independence, please read it. And when you get to that part about the King of England substitute the name Donald Trump and I guarantee you you will be reading it with new eyes and to that I say and it's the first time we've done it tonight Amen Amen. 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 very nice alright very good thank you forfreedomsblog.com Joe what do you got oh and the Tim Cornwell show is coming up here soon yeah it's the best of the best of um he yeah, so we we had the night we had the weekend off. We did a Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, off. yeah. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Hey. Volume thirty eight right. of the uh, best of the clown car. Volume thirty eight. Uh, oh my 38. god. <laughs> yes, and that doesn't include that does not include holiday volumes, which I did not number. Oh okay <laughs> oh. okay yeah. So, that, so there may be forty some of those or. Well, uh, again, you know. But anyway, uh, I, I, I was, uh, I've been fascinated. We've been watching on Netflix uh, a, a series called 
The Crown. Yeah, I think and, Susan uh, watched that. I think Susan watched huh? that. Yeah, I think Susan Susan watched that. Yeah. History. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. Nice. But I, I I'd like to leave you with a limerick that uh, they said on on that series, The Crown. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was allegedly told by Prince Philip, a younger Prince Philip. Yes. At his gentleman's club lunch club. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! And apparently, apparently, it broke in the the newspaper or the newspapers, and uh, the prime minister had to break the news to the uh, to the queen. It's probably and she made him probably real hard. She, she made him recite it, <laughs> and it went like this. Yes, there was a young lady from Dallas who used dynamite sticks as a phallus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, no. They found her. They found her vagina. Oh no! In North in North Carolina. Oh no! And her asshole at Buckingham Palace. Oh gosh, Almighty! <laughs> wow, yeah. And I have audio of that uh, in Buckingham. That that's <laughs> yes. Oh God! Uh, yeah. God bless yeah. the United States. Yeah. Good old Prince Philip. You know, I look at him wow. at ninety nine. Yeah, but wow! Like when he That's was in his twenties and thirties, he was uh, he was uh, he was a, a goer. He, he was, was a goer. He flew planes. He was an edge lord. He was an edge lord. You said he he, he what? Planes. He flew planes. He was a pilot. Yeah, yeah he was good a guy. Wow! But seriously, good that limerick. What the hell? <laughs> Uh yeah, so <laughs> yes. I, when I heard that, the t- me me and Barb fell off the chair. It is. It, it's a good limerick, but it's a little disturbing at the same time. Uh, well, I will I, say I that. think the visual of the phallic dynamite stick is a bit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's good for the Fourth of July in this neck of the woods uh, because you well, know. Yeah. Um, well, as the English would say. It was a bit off-putting. <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. Chip, chip. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, as for me tonight, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, thank you for tolerating my uh, rage in the first hour of the program. But thanks to everybody for listening. And, of course, thank you to my co- my wonderful co-hosts, Joe Santorsa, Rain, and, of course, Trisec. We're going to wrap things up right now. And... Uh, we love you all. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Social distance. Stay home if you if you can. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! That's it! Woo! What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here?